0: This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we've got our first look at the new Batmobile from Matt Reeves' Batman movie, Geek the coronavirus threatening major comic book conventions and the film industry, and how soon will we see mutants in the MCU, and will it make sense? What? Plus, this week's movie review is the Nerds Pick. It's one of my favorite movies, True Romance, from 1993. And a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Wednesday, March 4th, 2020.
1: This is Simon Rex, a.k.a. Dirt Nasty Baby. You know, I like to listen to the Jock and Nerd podcast when I'm driving to work. Wait a minute, I don't have a job. So I like to listen to it when I'm driving to your mama's house. (laughs) Ha ha, you tired of boring podcast shows? These guys are jock and the nerd, the funniest, most entertaining nerds on earth. So check it out, baby, dick. Check,
2: check one. All right, this is really all you fans out there. Let's give it up.
1: jock it, we nerd it, we funny, disturbing. jock it, we nerd it, we spoiler alert.
0: That's right. What's up, listener? Hello and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie, news, reviews, and whatever we choose, cue the boing. and Nerd. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the Jock. He's the nerd. And joining us over there is my imaginary puppet guardian angel that only shows up when i have important life questions and i'm in the bathroom both of those things have to happen and he'll show up we call him rug boy what's up rugs i think you just described mr hanky mr hanky always i know (laughs) i love how you show up and you dress like liberace that's in my imagination
1: oh yes so I, I show up in the bathroom like Liberace and give you advice. You give me very important sounds advice. Sounds like a movie that I just watched. Yes, it might be.
0: Um, I hope the listener checked out our last episode, Anthony, because you actually made it out to C two E two
2: this yeah, year. I was there for a little bit.
0: Did you? What did you think? Did you have fun?
2: It was great. I fucking I had, loved I had it. A good time. Yeah, there you go. I why, just, why
0: are you even asking? I you know. to ask me?
2: You fucking asshole. I just
0: wanted to play that clip. Great time at C two E two. Check out that episode. Thanks to Reed Pop and C2E2 for the press badges. But absolutely. there's another big convention coming up later this summer, Rugs.
1: I heard about this. Well, I know. Yes. Actually, I, this is a convention I know about yes. because it's about video games. Oh, and shit. Them. It's the E3 Expo. So uh, 2020 E3 is uh, quickly approaching, and you got to get your badges because without no badges, you can't get in. And by the way, I think it's near a porn convention. No, I'm... I'm Oh, is it next door to the ABN 2020? It's possible. I've heard that that's happened before, like coincidentally. Anyway, besides the porn convention, (laughs) E3 is the biggest video game event of the year. So you're going to see the latest games and the news. Um, It's going to be from June nine to the 11th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. So uh, badges are available at E3Expo.com link in the show notes. Check it out. E3 Expo, motherfuckers.
0: You know, rugs. if we could take you out in public, I would take you to the E3 Expo this year. But we can't because you cause a riot whenever you're seen in public.
1: Well, I'm not going anywhere because of this crazy scare that's going on.
0: Yeah, well, we'll talk about that a little bit, but I think it'll be fine by June. It'll all be done. Don't worry. E3 is going to be amazing, listener. (laughs) You should definitely get your badges now. (laughs) Hey, did
1: I just t- torpedo this
0: whole ad? No, you did it. Everything's fine. Let's carry on. All
3: right.
1: Okay. Here's the well. Let's, right, go, let's okay. get to the geek news. The Jock,
0: Jock and Nerd yeah. Podcast. Listen, that was inevitably going to happen one of these weeks. <laughs> so whatever, it's fine. Uh, let's start with uh, something that broke today. The day we're recording, Wednesday, March fourth. Now Matt Reeves has shown us a Pattinson in the new bat suit. We've seen the motorcycle and set photos, and today Matt Reeves gets ahead of set photos and reveals the new Batmobile uh, in a series of three photos. And uh, what do you guys think uh, of this new design? It's definitely a car and not a tank this time. I don't mind that. It looks like a muscle car. Um, Anthony, thoughts on on this uh it's different than the last two Batmobiles. Certainly.
2: Um, yeah, I guess I'm used to the tank, so it was a little like, oh, what the? This just is a revved-up muscle car. It used again. to be a car, remember? But then, yeah, but then I thought back, that's how it used to yes! look. Yes! I don't know. I'm really kind of partial now to the tank in terms of actually, like, being functional. Like, that's something you would actually be scared of, and um, bullets would bounce off of it, and, you know, you you'd be in there, and you'd feel safe. I guess this could grow on me too, though. I guess this would be much faster, more sleek. I don't know. It's we'll a, see. It's a, it, it, this is how it's, it used to kind of
0: look. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, you know, there was a model in the '70s in the comic books that looked like that, but it's a little more grounded, you know, and real. Like right. that, this is something a guy
1: would put together.
0: Rugs. Your yeah. thoughts on this uh, Mustangy-looking muscle car Batmobile with the engine in the back?
1: Yeah, well, it's got a rocket engine in the back. Oh, that's what that is. Whoa! Yeah, it's got a little, little hole, uh, you know, rocket hole. Love it, that rocket it, hole. You peepee in it. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a rocket hole. It's where the rocket blasts come out. Put the so rocket in like, the rocket hole. It could jump like Night Rider in 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 the General Lee. And shit. Oh yeah, I remember the night the kid had a button? What what did they call that? Turbo boost.
0: Turbo boost. Yes. <laughs> and in the most uh, amazing situations where it had no room to move.
1: You hit that button, and the thing just jumps out of wherever you are. I love that. Well, it was great. The Tumblr did the same thing. Yeah, that's true. So um, the other Batmobiles didn't do that. So the, t- the Tumblr is the one that did it, though, the jumping. Yeah. The Tumblr. The Tumblr. Does it come in black? It comes. I love that it's a car again, and I love how, like. Well, I have a school of thought on this. Okay.
2: All right, so. I love that Imran asked him and then started just saying his own opinion on yeah.
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you met me? How long have you been listening to this show? So, um, okay, so. Batman is a billionaire. Yes. Okay. Um he's starting out in this thing. So he's going he's he's kind of probably trying to keep a low profile and not make it look like he's like a uh, got the military industrial complex building his shit for him. Yep. So he it's something that probably he cobbled together with maybe some other dude. All right? So it's it's a more realistic take on what the car is. But that's not saying that he can't graduate to the tank sure, or to the tunnel. Sure, you're going to have different You might versions. say, listen, this is not cutting it. I need a little yeah. bit more fucking bullshit. You would need options. And then, you know, he's he could build onto it or get a whole... He's going to have a whole fucking shitload of stuff. He's going to have a fucking bat wing. He's got a bat bike. You know, I think as the movies progress, he'll spend more and more money or figure out maybe make new alliances that will help him, you know, get the technology that he needs. Without getting like, you know, known known by anyone. I or, like that
0: it would throw you off to the fact that he's a billionaire, right? You wouldn't think.
1: Yeah. Some like some a, of,
0: like the tumblers, you'd be like, "Oh my god, who the fuck?" Well, but
2: the, I would say though, this isn't exactly low key. It's. I mean, I'm sure it's well, loud. Even like Diesel can have this car. It is, sure. Yes, there's bet. It's a bat in the Furious. You, you, you're definitely going to get pulled over by cops for
1: for speeding. Like we can see cars like this. Yes. Like. They used to pimp cars like this on Pimp My Ride. They're like, turn my car into a Batmobile. We're going to
2: yeah. put an entire mm. kitchen in your back seat. Uh,
1: we're okay. going to put a wing on it and a wing on the front <laughs> and a wing on the
2: side. Yes. Uh, I know. Why <laughs> not? On everything. We're, we're going to put seven TVs in your trunk and Which the battery's you- going to last two weeks. <laughs> ever, you ever look up, I like the, how those those cars did. They would yeah. just break yeah. down. I'm sure you can't, after, can't more, drive them far. complete pieces of shit. It's not very functional. No. If the engine's in
0: the back, what does he put in the front? Is that where Batman keeps his weed? My bike in it. Yeah, but put my bike in the truck the (laughs) truck i'll put my bike in it (laughs) It um i I also i like so the there's batman standing next to the car in each of these pictures and that's Battenson in the suit the suit's starting to grow on me from afar like it's got a nice silhouette uh and uh, i like this him doing it yourself kind of it's fine looking sleek
1: mustang yeah Yeah, it's cool not offensive as i said the the costume's not going to kill the movie no it's not gonna like or uh, well, well, the car or the or the bat I didn't cycle. like Bale's uh, first bat suit in and yeah. begins. Yeah. I thought it was a weird looking, look weird on his face and you know had like a weird silhouette. But the movie's great, so it doesn't really matter. It's still Batman, so this this is also still Batman. So I mean, I, I love, like it. I love how Batman evolves on the screen and how he keeps evolving and he will keep evolving. Uh, I'm I'm down with this. Where Batmobile. do you think they're gonna go next? I mean, they've. Ne- uh, they, they, you can get a whole, like, Iron Man Batman at some point, Oh, like, with the where whole, it's all, like, fucking teched out, where he's got, like, a suit of armor that's, like, he def, definitely spent billions of dollars
2: on, like, a AI suit. Well, he did kind of the, the Iron Man Mark One suit with that uh, Batman V-Suit. In
0: yeah. yeah. And it was also, like, the Dark Knight, Frank Miller's Dark Knight armor suit. Yeah. Well, that's what he's well, talking about. Yeah.
2: That's exactly what I was talking about. Is that everybody. what you're
1: talking about? Yeah, Are pay attention. God damn it! What happened? He's thinking about what he's going
2: to say. Yeah, I know. He that, that's his thing. Who he is doesn't, this? He, all he does is answer yes, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say something now. <laughs> Are you guys done? He figured it out. Do you ever listen to listener feedback, Emran? Stop fucking talking over I, it. I, so,
0: <laughs> look, I will. I, I will now give you the listeners some behind the scenes. I, this envelope fell over. That's the problem. I do have an envelope here that I wrote a big message for myself. <laughs> so I'm sitting it back up because it fell over. That's what happened. The envelope says in giant letters, don't cut people off. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I do listen. The listener feedback listener, I'm trying. I'm going to put this thing right in front of me. Week.
1: I'm going to put this right in front of me here. here we I go. listened to right the, uh, the EC2E2 sh- show. Yes. And I was like waiting for Imran to cut off the people that he was interviewing. Oh, yeah. And it was funny. It was like a game. I was like, he's going to have to say something right now. Listen, and he did. You, you got to keep it moving.
0: <laughs> got to keep this shit moving. I don't got all day. Also,
2: for those that haven't listened to that episode, yeah. he was drunk within a beer and a half. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And he was, uh, yeah, very talkative and not pressing a record on all the interviews. Yeah, like so he it was a blessing
0: and a curse because I, I was ready to talk to anyone, but sometimes I forgot to press record. So. Some So happened more than once. No, just the one time. Only okay, with the, the guy
2: thing? with the most followers we probably ever talk to, to Don Diablo, with two million followers. It's fine.
0: nobody, nobody knows what they're missing. Nope. <laughs> You're not gonna miss it. I wanted to ask the listener though, what they thought of the Batmobile. Let us know. Get in touch. Join our they, Facebook group. They let us know. They will let. They have let us know at Jock Joc- Joc- Nerd Nation. Yeah, join
1: the Facebook group. It's free. You can chop it up with us. Yeah. And then you could get uh, inside stuff. It's technically not free. You sell all your information
0: to Mark Zuckerberg. So, oh well, that's the cost. Yeah, we're already doing <laughs> it. We're already doing that. Nobody cares. You got uh,
1: Instagram. You're doing it anyway. So.
0: But we have reactions from our awesome listeners and friends. Daniel Nosker says, "Looks good. Fits the DIY early Batman vibe they seem to be going for." Irving De La Cruz, kind of a Mad Max GT40 look. I'm not mad at it. Um, Ulysses Jorge Or maybe it's George I don't know how he says his name He says love it My most anticipated movie of 2021 Justin Zwerner says looks cool I wonder if this is going to have sequels Where we see it evolve along with the suit Ken Anderson says Is it just me or is anyone like Pick one already That's uh, going to keep changing Ken Sorry Pick one what I guess just one Batmobile One Batman suit oh. One Batman person uh, nah, every You got to keep switching it up uh, it's not like a Wolverine Logan deal, so I don't know. J.R. Flament says, "Ooh, rear end reminds me of old school Ferrari. Front end looks like a modern Dodge. Mid engine is neat; just leaves more room for gadgets in the
1: front. Yeah, that's where those guns are going to come out
0: of. That, yeah, you know, it's going to have some uh, some tricks in there. It's not just a yeah. fucking muscle car. Uh, but uh, it's J- going to need a grappling hook so it could go around a corner, like yes, in the first movie, like in eighty uh, nine Batman. You go, you know, you can't corner. You got to <laughs> fucking hang on to something when you corner." Corner tight, Anthony. I did watch Ford versus Ferrari. All this talk reminds did me. you. Yes, and uh, I know you did an instant reaction for Patreon. Is it, is
2: it up on Patreon yet?
0: It is on Patreon, um, but a, a lot of this, the people were making Ford versus Ferrari jokes and Fast and Furious jokes, and
2: well, uh, I, I could see the correlation. Yeah,
0: Batman versus car Ferrari. Car. car makes
2: sense to me. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> guy
2: driving car fast. Yes,
0: yes. All right. Well, look. <laughs> we
2: have to talk about something. This has been an awkward episode already. That, really? You think so? I like it. I like it. it. No, I, I, like it. I, I mean, I'm saying I'm just pointing out the obvious. <laughs> it's fucking a little, it's awesome. A strange. Yeah. That's really good.
0: No, see you guys, uh, John Paladio. Not likes
2: as strange as the episode I believe last week or prior to the C2E2 episode where you decided to play a puppet getting head and only only sh- do audio because this is an audio only um, audio only I, I show. I
0: don't see what's wrong with
2: that. Yep.
0: that's the best part of the video. What's the <laughs> audio? Honestly, <laughs> yep. yes.
3: Somebody touch my spaghetti.
0: Are next... Doing a lot of fake laughing. <laughs> you motherfucker. Hmm. Uh look, we finally have to address the big thing that everybody's been talking about, the media is talking about. It's affecting we have to? every industry. Yes, because why? Because uh the big news that Wendy's now has breakfast sandwiches is yes. just dev- I mean it's devastating to McDonald's bottom line. And uh, it's got the world by storm. No. Did you try these breakfast sandwiches? <sighs> no, I haven't. But McDonald's was giving out free breakfast sandwiches the day Wendy's released theirs on the first oh, day. Shit. They were like, hey, use our app. Come get a free one. Yeah, uh, fuck instead. you, you biatch. Yeah, no shit. Wendy's has the fucking best Twitter account. Any uh, fast food places you're going to see. Uh, I have not tried it. So. Okay, well, I got to get over there. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fucking coronavirus. It's Look, it's just fascinating to me the amount of different industry and fields that this fucking thing is affecting. Right. Uh, and I'm not, look, I'm the conspiracy guy. I'm not going to freak out about this. I'm not trying to start any panic, but it's hard to ignore. I, let me just read a, a handful of headlines. To show you, these are just
1: facts. Yes,
0: I'm not. I'm not going through these stories. These are things just are happening that are affecting uh, some of the stuff we talk about. Just our little bubble. Here's some headlines: Warner Brothers cancels Superman Red Sun premiere over coronavirus fears. DC pulls out of Emerald City Comic Con and all March cons, uh, and and joining them, Dark Horse, Penguin, Random House, and more pull out of Emerald City Comic Con. Disney, DC
2: was at C2E2. Disney, Jim Jim Lee was at C2E2. They don't like you, Washington State. That's actually where coronavirus um, in the U.S. Uh, started. Uh,
0: oh, shit. That's where it started, huh? Yeah.
2: That's that where the kind first reported case Makes
0: were. sense why everyone is bailing from Emerald City. Right. Um, I'm seeing more creators on Twitter going, we're not going to be there. But yeah, Jim Lee was just there, and it was it was awkward because they just fired Dan Didio, and there Jim had to be like, oh, shit. Uh, regarding those rumors, he was like, we're not replacing him, and it's not a company-wide reboot, and I think they're back backpedaling a little bit on some oh yeah they're definitely trying to damage control more headlines disney scraps thursday's disney punch launch event in london amid growing coronavirus fears uh disney plus was about to launch in the uk this month and we probably would you say disney punch disney punch is that like a sex move how do you do the disney punch oh i i tried it once
1: (laughs) is that was that like a
0: donkey punch but you do it with wearing mouse ears yeah
1: you, you hit your partner so hard that they start making sounds like Goofy. They go,
3: ah,
2: ah, that hurts. <laughs> uh, Disney Punch. Imran already sounds like that. I <laughs> uh, Hey, Mickey. <laughs> hey, Mickey, where's Donald at? Um,
0: so we were going to get announcements probably of some of the new Marvel shows or maybe some new trailers or something, but they scrapped that. Uh, coro- Welcome. Coronavirus outbreak could force Disney's Mulan. Out of China entirely.
1: Oh shit! Oh, no.
0: This is a big gamble for a number of things. Mulan. Mulan. Wouldn't that
1: be great? Oh if, my god! Like, the movie they made to appeal yes. to China could never play in they China. They
0: literally made this. It looks like a Chinese international movie. They made it for the Chinese market. Two huge things they gambled with on this. It's the first PG thirteen live action remake of one of their cartoons, and it, it costs like two hundred million dollars. Oh shit! So Yousers. that if they uh, and. Um. We look at these next headlines. China's box office plummets one point nine one billion in two months due to coronavirus. Coronavirus could cost global film industry five billion dollars. You know, I think China's all their movie theaters are closed. They're going to shut them down, so all movies are going to be hurt, and Milan especially. Like
1: that's weird. Like, keep going.
0: Okay. Uh, the James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Release date pushback over seven months, and this probably the most, the worst that's going to hurt the most. Baby Yoda toys
1: likely delayed oh. due to coronavirus. Oh shit! What? Oh. Get the now, fuck out of here! This is what I don't understand. This is All a right? little crazy. So let's say, for example, that this is like, or, you know, it's a major thing and it's an emergency and blah blah blah. Why can't everything just be deferred? like we pause everything yeah and then you just you defer yeah you just push it back and then you just resume like why do you, why do you have to lose money like i don't
2: understand like i are, mean
0: logistics of scheduling well,
2: yeah. i think yeah it's the logistics of scheduling and then if you push one back it might interfere there's with a, something else there's a chain reaction so they'd rather just take the loss up front rather than yeah have to deal with the headache of pushing everything because like
1: back. when you're in college and you can't pay your loans you defer the payment right yeah and then you oh, I did that off. for like fifteen years. Yeah, He's still deferring. <laughs> I'm still so. deferring.
0: Come and get me, government. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> oh shit! You shouldn't but give but me the you're money to begin. For with. Like a month and a half, or yeah. like a month. Like, and then you get back in. Was is that, that going to really be yeah, like? You a, can't a huge pause thing? everything for two months. Not everything, but you could pause certain things. Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So we were talking about C2E2, Anthony, and how, uh, to their credit, they put out a release saying, look, we are concerned about this COVID-19. We're still having the convention. Just be smart. Wash your hands. If you're sick, don't come. And so Wizard World Cleveland is this weekend. They're still going on. They've put out a similar thing. And I didn't mm-hmm. really notice anybody. Uh, uh, one thing I did notice is there were a lot more fist bumps than handshakes. That was the only thing I noticed. Yeah, different.
2: people are encouraged now to fist bump rather yes. than handshake And so – just some stuff outside of, first off, for as far as C2E2, I mean, we don't know yet because this virus takes 14 days. to Oh, get shit. Oh, shit. But it didn't seem like anyone was all that worried yeah. from being just from being there. Yeah. Um, some sports stuff, uh, players are now encouraged to bring their own pens to sign autographs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, okay. Or limit the amount of autographs they're signing. Yeah. Um, Chicago State canceled a few basketball games in Washington State and on the West Coast. Um, because of fears, and uh, Ultra Music Festival in Miami is, I believe, going to be postponed or canceled.
0: Wow, is that a EDM concert? Big, yeah, it's one mm. of the
2: big, bigger festivals to start off the uh, yeah. festival season. So, yeah, that's uh, it's affecting some things here and there. And stock market's not great.
0: Well, you know that McCormick Place there was huge South Building. Uh, the, after that weekend, the International Housewares. Convention said they are canceling their trade job at Gorbick Place, which like, so you think of all the people that work there, all the cab drivers, all the hotels, how this ripple effect.
2: I mean, I got a thing from United saying if you book your flight between now and March 31st and need to reschedule it at any time, feel free to do so.
0: I think everyone, instead of handshakes and fist bumps, everyone should do like the kid and play foot tap thing you see that you know what that is this is a really old school i just want to see people
1: like hit each other with the balls <laughs> so you just yes how about that you smack balls to say hello uh well, like if you raise your knee up too high you could trip somebody and like sweep the leg by accident sweep the leg johnny
0: uh no you do the kid and play uh foot tap and you dance around i don't know uh imagine movie theaters are forced to close like they are in china uh this is a, a disaster for the film
2: industry yeah it's affecting a lot of things hopefully i mean Personally, I think people are getting a little too crazy about it, but I. There, there's no known cure, and, effect, and in 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 the mortality rates higher than the flu. It's not high, but it's higher than the flu, and it spreads pretty easily. So,
0: you know, I, I'm alarmingly also not as concerned. I'm in the I'm just in the middle of like not caring at all I, or being I overreacting.
2: S- I will say, like this past week, I've been going to the bathroom and like, washing my yeah. hands very thoroughly. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Rather than just the quick rinse under the water, maybe a little soap on the finger that you had touched your dick with, <laughs> and then drying. My dick's so, clean,
0: dude. I went to what it's worth. I went to Target looking to buy some fucking hand soap for our bathrooms and kitchen. Fucking what? empty. Oh, they, I bought yeah. the last three. The, I was the shelves were empty. Apparently, Australia is running out of toilet paper. People are starting to hoard masks well, and shit.
2: Yeah, it's being encouraged not to hoard because no, this shouldn't. is exactly what's happening. Yeah, you don't need the. You don't need all of them. Yeah.
0: Rugs, how concerned are you realistically with this?
1: Well, I'm in New York City. Yeah, it's pretty... And there's already a lot of Everyone cases... Everyone lives on each other. Yes. <laughs> there's, you know, it's, there's a lot of people like within six feet of each other, which is like, you're like right up people's asses on the subways I mean, he, and Yeah, stuff.
0: you've been in those subways. So, Jesus.
1: Uh, the fact that this thing takes 14 days to show signs, and then people are just going about their days for 14, there's a lot of... Uh, I think there's a lot of room for contamination, so just uh, just realistically pragmatically speaking like yeah i'm sure that that by the end of next week it's going to quadruple in number of mm. people who are being looked at and people who are testing i think that's whatever but now how far is that going to creep out or is is are the the thing is there's not enough information out there to make people like calm down. Like they, they try, they're, they're releasing stuff. It's just like the flu, you cough, but then, and you get like, you get pneumonia and if you're young, you, you can, you can make it, you, you might have to go to the hospital, but you'll be fine. So it's just like all of this mystery. You don't really know exactly what's going on yet. Plus, I feel uh, like uh, you know, information out of China. I don't know how trustworthy it that is, yeah. can be.
0: Cause just like Russia and Chernobyl, they don't like to tell people the bad but news. I, I feel
2: like if you live in New York City, you've caught every disease yeah, and had that. That's At what, least yes. you've caught like every yes. disease twice and had it and recovered you'll because be fine. it's just in New York yes. and you just keep moving.
1: Yeah, if you have like a really good immune system, I think you'll be all right. New Yorkers are tough like that. They're tough. They fucking eat the
0: gum off the sidewalk. They never
1: sleep. Yeah. I think one of the things that they said in China was like, there's a lot of smokers in China.
0: Oh, yeah. Like mm. most
1: men smoke. Yeah, yeah, the people yeah, are yeah. smoking from like 11 years old yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as so, they should, so as and it's should. and it's a lung and it's a lung. Start them so young. That, Gotta get so them out. That compromises your lungs. Yes, so and I it think starts that's in one of the lungs. Reasons the death toll is so high there. It's a respiratory deal. Yeah. So like a place where like smoking is frowned upon. Like New York has cut back a lot on smoking. There's people still smoke, but like um, it's not as pervasive as it is in China. I would say. So I think that maybe that's a factor that we haven't.
0: But listen, Explored. don't worry listener, this whole thing will blow over by June just in time for the E3 Expo. Get your badges
1: now. E3. Yeah. E3expo.com. You
3: yeah. might need Listen, you might be
1: <laughs> pent up in your house watching Netflix and masturbating and then uh possibly playing video they games and an masturbating. Escape.
0: Yeah. And if you're and still worried, just cosplay with somebody with a mask on, like Bane or that dude from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, or I want to go as a uh, Cobra Commander. Yeah, you could do Cobra <laughs> Commander. Full face uh, mask. Yeah, mirror mask. Yes. yes.
2: Do you think the Hannibal Lecter mask would work well?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of holes in that one. Yeah. It's just you yeah. breathe right through it. So maybe not. Hmm. <laughs> okay.
1: Good. Good try, though, Anthony. I was. Gonna, I was trying. You I want to. I want to cover my entire face. I'm going to wear that that mask from the girl from uh, Rise of Skywalker that we couldn't see or even her eyes. All over the face and chest, rugs. Yes. Okay. What Mo- was her name? The, Mo- uh, name of that? Zora or
0: Zero? Oh, uh, yeah. Carrie Russell's character. Yeah. She over. had a cool helmet, dude. I would know. You could cosplay as that person in the helmet with the big fin. <laughs> Z- I forgot her <laughs> name already. It doesn't
1: Not, matter. Yeah. No,
0: uh, no. Let's move on to some uh, Disney Plus and Marvel TV
1: news. Oh, wait. Yes. What if this? Okay. Go with me on this. <laughs> okay. So what if this thing happens and people are all like, and they're canceling movies? They're like doing all this stuff. Yeah. Do you think that? Disney will be like, oh, we're going to launch our movies on the app. Well, we'll charge you like a one time fee hmm. for the movie and then they can recoup their money for their, you know, whatever. If people stop going and if they shut the movie theaters down, I was actually I had
0: that thought a little while ago. They could just release everything streaming for like another premium tier or something. That wouldn't be a bad idea, but they're not. I don't know. They're not making as much money now off ticket sales. I don't know how you balance that. No, up.
1: but you would charge. Just charge it. The oh, the only thing that the only thing is that you're when you get a ticket sale, you have to buy a ticket for every ass in the seat, right? So they would have to like make sure that their average ticket, the price of their rental, is is as high as the ticket sales. So you might have to pay 20 bucks to right. rent it. Well, remember the, back in the day there was that whole idea this guy wanted to make like an
0: online box and it was like $50 and you get first run movies as when they release in the theater and the whole point was yeah. to like get a bunch of your friends to chip in and right. you can watch it streaming. Like pay-per-view, for yeah, yeah, like yeah, like pay-per-view. So you could just do you do VOD on demand streaming but you charge like $20. You charge theater
2: pricing at yeah, least. Yeah, at least. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. I mean, the Mission of Impos- And uh, the movie theater or the, the studio, especially Disney in their case, they would have to obviously pay for whatever it costs to stream it, but they wouldn't have to split that cut with the movie theater. Well, so
0: now the only person that really gets hurt in this is the movie theater. They lose concession right. sales and they lose the, the cut of the thing. Right? Uh, so, and I think they make most of their money from the fucking concessions, concession, not yeah. the movie itself. So... That industry would die off. Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible movie, also, uh, they can stopped filming. That could be the filming. thing that kills the theaters, like, forever.
2: Mission right? Impossible? No, Mission Impossible. Top Cruise? No. <laughs> no,
0: no. no. This,
1: if this gets crazy, it's just fucking, it's a little nuts. But I think we'll be fine. No, I mean, if it, it, all it takes is one time that a movie comes out early, yeah. that, and then all of a sudden, they're just like, let's do it again. We made a lot of money. Let's do this again. So yeah. then you're like, why would you ever go to the theater? we getting these movies coming out right here. So. I mean,
0: I feel like I these uh, you know now that note that James Bond movie moved back. I think movies coming out in March and April are gonna have a hell of a time, and uh, the film industry's gonna take a hit already. It already has. The Chinese box office already has. Yeah, we'll see. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy.
2: Hopefully. Uh For everyone's sake, could they figure something out? If it it
0: gets warm, it
1: gets better. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is this could either go away in like a a few weeks. Yeah. Or it could change like a lot of things, like a lot of things that we're used to can change. Yeah. Move the whole thing, whole movie thing. The thing itself could mutate
0: and change and present another problem. Oh, zombies! Yes. Well, that was the other thing. This is the start of so many goddamn sci-fi movies that I love and have watched that just, oh shit just,
2: just remember though i mean i don't know if it was this crazy but remember sars well we've been through MERS, yeah, ebola we've been through h1, mers we've
0: been through h1 n1 yes
1: there's been so. several yeah but
2: there was there's no cool meme for this no the- we needed, <laughs> we yeah. a cool meme. this this is a very and this is yeah this is a cool one for sure <laughs>
0: don't buy stocking corona as, beer as we
2: said and run there should have been someone at C two e two dressed up as a Corona bottle and I, just attacking people? I was
0: looking for someone to have that sense of humor. I'm oh, the, the virus. Yes. I'm I'm going to get you. And, like, holding, like, a bottle of Corona in their hand. Right. It <laughs> would have been hilarious. And <laughs> a I'm going I'm a coronavirus and I'm drunk. Yay. Come and get me. Uh, no, nobody had that. <laughs> nobody had that creativity, you fuckers. Or uh, the balls. Or the balls. Like, I don't know. You think people would have gotten mad too soon? Do you think this affected Maybe. voting in Super did, Tuesday? Yeah. I think it, I think it could yeah, I think so. They don't want to, you don't Definitely. want to be in a in a group in a in a crowd, Ooh. or you just wear a mask if that even Fuck helps. Fuck that show!
1: <laughs> Fuck that
0: show! All right, we're done with the coronavirus. We're fine. Right. Everyone relax. It'll be fine. I want to talk about this crazy rumor that how, how
2: reliable are these things? That, these sites
0: you're looking at? No, well, this one rumor is not it's not real at all. But it got so crazy that legitimate sites picked it up because of some asshole said that Henry Cavill. It's going to be Wolverine and Captain Marvel too. What? There's so many things wrong with that statement right there to begin with. But uh, somehow, like, Entertainment Weekly and some other places, like, picked this up and ran with it. And I think we should just continue to further debunk how dumb this is on numerous levels.
1: Right? What, him uh, as Wolverine? Him and Wolverine well, in Captain well, Marvel
2: have... 2. What would make it dumb? I, I know that it's not true, but... What makes it dumb?
0: Uh, He's The Witcher. I think he's going to be playing The Witcher for the next like five seasons or seven years. So you think he's pretty busy doing that. Uh, He still wants to be Superman, right? And uh, Wolverine and Captain Marvel two makes no sense. Why would you debut Wolverine in Captain Marvel two? I would love to see like a Hulk Wolverine film. uh, You know, like he was introduced in the comics.
2: Right point is the best point. Okay,
0: so. But, the other two are, yes. are
2: are are good, but the third ones, yeah, there's no reason why Wolverine would ever appear as as his first appearance being Cat Tomorrow. That I makes. mean, is
1: Henry Cavill the f- worst guy that can be played? No, Wolverine? I, I actually
2: no. kind of like the pick. But well, they've they've already and they've already done the Wolverine doesn't have to be five foot three, right? With, right? With the previous casting, so
1: I think it would be cool to have him be sh- a shorter guy that's a little bit more Mel Gibson like.
0: You know, if he comes, if they decide to use him against Superman, and he's Superman and The Witcher and Wolverine, like it's a little much. Come on, Cavill. Like, I could see Tom Hardy
2: being Wolverine. Tom Hardy would be a pretty dope. Wolverine. He's actually only like five nine, I believe. Ooh, Tom they, Hardy. Yeah, he he. They made him, they filmed him to be a lot taller as Bane, but he's only like five nine, five ten. He
0: like in Venom, he's not that tall, and then no. in Bane, you're like, that's the same fucking guy. Tom
2: Hardy would be good. Yeah, but he's Venom.
0: I mean, Cavill's got the body type, and he's got the intensity, uh, but uh, I think this is its just...
2: I would like to see a short
1: Wolverine, just because yeah, we, me the, we, got, we yes. had the tall Aussie. Yes. Give me the short, well, squatty we're Wolverine. We're going to get Tom Hardy to do it, and, or, or, or Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland. Who's wide? Danny DeVito. Who's, wide? Who's short, wide, and stocky? <laughs>
0: I still go back oh, to you uh, got
1: Daniel. Daniel Craig or what? No, 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 Daniel, no, no Craig. Daniel Craig. Harry Potter. Daniel, whatever. Oh, r-
0: uh, d- uh, Radcliffe. Radcliffe.
1: Radcliffe? Now, oh Jesus no, Christ. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't His name's so. been bandied about. He looks like Cyclops. No,
0: what about Tom Hardy? Light. What's that dude's name? That's an upgrade. Uh, oh, that guy. The yeah, That guy would be all right. Logan. He's too.
2: He's almost too skinny, though. He need to really. He could bulk up. Yeah. You need like a stocky. I
0: mean, where do you find someone who's that? I don't know. Short you, and no, Matthew Bennett. Manu
2: Bennett, uh, Manu
1: Bennett, Dead Deadshot, Dead. dead, dead, shot, dead, dead it would be great if you yeah. could do an English accent, but I, I mean a regular American accent.
2: Yeah. yeah. The thing is, like, to find an actor that short, most actors would be cut off from ever being an actor. They'd be like, "No, you're too short." Yeah. Well, Tom. unless, Cruise is unless you look like fucking Danny DeVito or or Tom Cruise, he runs really well, so he's great at running. So. And Tom Holland is pretty short. Tom Holland yeah. is Spider Man. Well, now it's all about inclusivity. So maybe I'm wrong. I just made an argument mm-hmm. against myself. There's another theory. Imran's pretty short. I'm short and and round in the wrong places. <laughs> and your and your hair kind of spikes out on the side. I do have the Wolverine hair with the stripe yeah, but you don't have any in my hair beard. in the middle. That's the no, problem. No, that
0: is an issue. I can, they can photoshop that in post. They put it in fucking after
2: effects. And your your skin kind of is like the healing ability with the way the me, the melatonin Ooh, fades yeah. away. It's like real life healing. It's a not. Except
0: I sunburned if I stand next and, to a light
2: bulb. And you have actually no immune system whatsoever. Yes, so I, like have the the opposite. Opposite. I have the
0: opposite of Wolverine. <laughs> I heal slowly and I have no immune system. And my bones are... Wolverine would be everything you wanted to be. Instead of made of, uh, of metal, they're made of butter. They're made of chocolate pudding. Uh, when do you think Wolverine will show up? Who shows up first? How do they introduce the X-Men into well, he's all this a heavy shit? Hitter,
1: so they're going to definitely use him soon.
0: Do you think we'll see X Men on the Disney Plus shows before, and will it be in Phase Four? I don't know. I really don't.
1: I can't wrap my head around how they're going to introduce this shit. Right?
0: And when they do, how do you explain where they've been this whole time? Uh, what do you do? You, and do you offer the role back to Hugh Jackman? Maybe. Would that be
2: confusing? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. No, Hugh Jackman.
0: If time is reset and it's a different thing, no,
2: he's just so old. Yeah, 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 he's kidding. I mean, he yeah. can still probably do it for, but at some point he's not going to look like he's young forever.
0: I think you need a no one. I think you unless need Unless a- you
2: unless you do the Irishman thing and you just make <laughs> him look young. And then the age him. You can do that. Yeah. I think you need a no-namer. I'm I'm with Ruggs. I don't I can't wrap my head around how they're going to do this stuff i think phase four is almost their experimental phase and they might wait till phase five
0: wait uh, you know and maybe they introduced the fantastic four first i'm dying to know how they introduce the x-men there's another rumor that said there may be an obscure x-men showing up in the shang chi movie uh, a character known as whiz kid a computer genius who's confined to a wheelchair He
2: has the ability. Wow. Yes, exciting, right? Wow, that'd be a real (laughs) bummer if that was the first (laughs) X-Men. Wow. He
0: has the ability to create machinery with his mind. Let's not be a, uh, what's the word? Listen, you could be impaired and be a superhero. That's the floppy
1: John. Well,
0: sorry. Floppy John. He can create machinery with his mind. That's bad. So can
2: Steve Jobs. That's not good. Um.
0: Yeah, I think you need a
2: better intro (laughs) into. Technically, they've already debuted X-Men.
0: Where? What? How?
2: Scarlet Witch and...
0: So that's the most, I think, concrete thing we can have going for is in WandaVision. And like we saw in that trailer, she has kids. She's maybe rewriting time or jumping through time in the TV shows. The kids, canonically in the comics, are mutants. She was a mutant and an Avenger. Does she... It's called a miracle. She's a miracle, universe. right. Yeah. And But she's been both and she's a mutant in the comics. So does she create the mutants by some weird thing when she gets her powers or do they come in eternals? It being this cosmic uh, story that spans 7,000 years, but then how do you explain where they've been this whole time?
1: I think that this is what I would do is that I would use Wanda as the conduit, right? So basically she can see multiple universes at once. Yes, all Right. Okay. She can. All right. And she sees the universe that she's from and she sees an alternate universe where there aren't uh, where there's mutants and she's one of them all right and somehow she just fuses those worlds together and that's it so that in the world that she sees it we they they have a whole past that is that uh, devoid of iron man or yeah. whatever yeah. maybe they maybe yeah. or maybe that she sees the marvel universe as it is is supposed to be that I would actually exist at all whole and this universe that we've been exposed to is only, it has only certain aspects of it, but she melds them all together and unites the universes. That would probably make more sense because then all this stuff that's there can just kind of, they've already reset the thing and they've done the snap and they've jumped the world five years and fucking did that bullshit. Like, why can't they do this? Why can't this be the cataclysm at the end of the phase four? or something like that.
0: Do you erase all the history of these mutant characters and start fresh, or it happened
3: there? like, they act
1: like they've always been there. Like, Wolverine's been there in his yellow tights this whole time in this other universe, and we can even have a movie to explore that thing that's separate from Marvel continuity, but then all of a sudden, at the end, she fuses them all together, and they become one continuity.
0: See, that's my other question. If this happens, and now you have mutants in the MCU with these heroes, like, mutants have been hated, but why would somebody hate the mutants and like love spider-man that also has right. powers like it doesn't make sense
2: well that's always never made sense even in the real that's comics.
0: true and they've kind of kept it separate like x-men they've, will have their they, deal
2: yeah they've always they do the crossovers but for the most part they tried to always keep the x-men in their pocket because it, it doesn't make sense a tricky, why does mutant mean anything yeah, different than
0: than anyone else other any other powered person this is a very tricky thing to get right and
1: i can't well i think that the difference is is that like when you have an accident happen, that's like a one in a million chance. Sure. So you're not really like scared that it's going to happen to you, but when it's a mutant, you're like, dude, my if I have a kid They're that born kid with could be, it, yeah, or I yeah. could if I yeah. hit puberty, I could become a mutant. So they kind of did that with the Inhumans. So closer to home, I think. You look at the the shitty Inhumans
0: and an in Agents of Shield. They kind of had the the you know the people had that fear of these people. So, uh. Yeah, that being born with it does make a big difference you get, if you push that angle. I was born with it. it, was, you know,
2: Molded
0: by it. I give the city back <laughs> to you, the people. I was born with it. Uh, speaking of Eternals, let's close with this story that I love uh, regarding Kumail Nanjani, Who is your boy? That's my boy right there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, Indian or Packy. He's Packy. He's, oh, he's huh? packy like me and he's actually brown, unlike me. Yeah, uh, But he's playing Kingo in The Eternals. Now, in the comic books, Kingo is a samurai during the 16th century and uses those skills in the present day to become a movie star in Japan. That's his secret identity. I think you can see where this is going. This version, Kumail, is going to be a Bollywood star. Uh, and there's apparently a Bollywood dance scene in the movie. Imran Ooh, just man.
1: jizzed all geek over there. I had
0: several geek voters, Bollywood MCU, combining get the fuck out of here. Get the
1: fuck out of here.
0: Uh, with Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really funny where, like, he's supposed to keep his secret identity a secret, and what does he do? He becomes the biggest Bollywood star ever. Uh, you know, it's a great, great contrast, and a lot of comedy can come from that. So that's, and this movie already, like, this sounds weird. Like, what is this movie going to be? You got a fucking Bollywood dance scene in Eternals. I can't wait. I didn't think I'd be excited.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, when I saw my first uh, dance scene in a Marvel movie, which was Spider-Man three, I wasn't that. Oh confused.
0: yeah, well he was <laughs> he was a little emo and he was doing the shooty guns thing, which you never want to do. Bollywood though, that's why he had to get jacked just to do the fucking Bollywood. The oh yeah, that's dude, that's a workout. You ever seen those fuckers?
2: Have you ever done one? No, but have you ever had to perform a, a dance? Well, like,
1: that? like at, yes, at growing up at
2: weddings, the people no. you would kind Emron
1: of. Emran was a dancer in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he, did a, he did a dance I did,
0: number. I've done Geez,
2: you, every every I've person that's ever been related to you was yeah. just rolling in their grave. The, you doing that?
0: <laughs> no, I've done choreography. I can do yeah. the moves. He danced in Jesus Christ. I've been it in musicals. In I've been in a lot of musicals in high school and college was choreography. It's all about the choreography. And one, and two, and three. <laughs> Step ball change.
2: Was this the same? Never mind. I got
0: nothing.
2: <laughs> no, I was going to yeah. reference you being naked in the video. No, that's, but, that's a different that's movie. Different. That's <laughs> a different movie. There was no dancing. That's a completely different thing.
0: Remember, I showed you the music video where I was dancing with that old black lady? You saw yes, that. Yes, I do. I remember. Look that up. Listener. What was the name of that again? Uh, Real Real Love. No, yeah, <laughs> real love. It was like a Mary J. Blige song, I think. No, that wasn't Mary no, J. Blige. Song. It's called. It sounds. Fuck, I can't remember. We'll look it up later. Oh my but god, we played it on the fucking show. It's on YouTube. Is it, it is on the YouTube? Me oh, dancing god. in an R&B music video from the late '90s. It's amazing. And with that, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> I'll leave you with that <laughs> image of me Bollywood dancing, listener. I'll play some promos, and we'll be right back with a review of True Romance and a whole bunch more right after this.
2: Have messages.
1: We'll be right back. Hi everybody, I'm RJ Metzger.
2: And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're the
1: Skeptical Skeptics.
2: Each week we talk about all the crazy things in the world, ranging from the paranormal to Bigfoot to UFOs.
1: And we look at it from the perspective of the believer, the skeptic, and everything in between.
2: So come check
3: us out on the MSc Podcast Network. Or go to skepticalskeptics.com and follow us
1: at Skep Skeppod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Good evening ladies
0: and gentlemen We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute
1: First we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast The 365 Flex Podcast
0: I am the Scottish weed and whore, Chris And I am the pissy ex-video stalker Kev And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn and all other third-party podcasting apps. And on top of all that, you'll get free access to our Indie talk.
1: You'll hear us speaking with directors, producers, actors, comic book creators and artists about their experiences.
0: Don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Told them not to go in the water.
2: Jock, dock, 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 dock.
0: Listener, if you enjoy the Jack and Nerd podcast, you must right now run to your computer or on your phone and join the Jack and Nerd fan club. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. There is a link in the show notes. We appreciate your support. You help the show keep going every week. And you get bonus content in the form of a whole nother podcast feed. Where all of these shows, the main show comes out early. And you get post shows, instant reactions, bonus episodes. There's hours more. If you have listened to everything in this main feed, there's another like 70 to 100 hours of shit over there. So we'll keep you geeky all the time anthony your
2: yes. oscar
0: nominated movie marathon continued this week what'd you put up
2: i got uh ford v ferrari uh, yes, up there yes we just so you mentioned got that, that. yeah yeah and uh probably with very soon i'll have you got uh, two left yeah i do have two left very soon i'll probably have jojo rabbit up there
0: i think you are going to there's my prediction anthony yep. bails on little women
2: no i'll find a way you watch. You are gonna watch, watch it. I mean, it's part of my goals. I have wrote down a list of goals because I don't write everything down. Yeah. that's it's on there to watch all these the fucking. The Thing movies.
0: with the Little Women to me though is that this movie has been done several times, and you know the book is something it's classic I haven't literature. Seen any of them. So you haven't even read that fucking book. So I feel like I don't know if it's better reading it or just going into watching it or just being exposed. It may be the best version of the story.
2: Who knows? You know, I'll so I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Well, I won't tell you, you because I've know. never read any other version. <laughs> but. I'll let you know if it's good or not. I'm definitely the target demo for that movie. Yes, you, yes, you are. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jocktastic. Yes. Look, yeah. and uh, maybe we will discuss a little bit Ford versus Ferrari in the post show because sure. I did also watch that, enjoyed it. So good stuff. Sign up today. listenerjockiner.com dot slash Patreon. And if you give us 10 bucks a month or more, you can force us to review any movie. We've been doing Patreon requested movie reviews. We have done 26 total. We are in round two. Meaning if you support us at $10 or more for more than a year, you get to pick a second movie. But it's a good time to sign up now and get your first movie in because we'll do that right away. However, we're not going to be doing that today because I decided last week to switch it up a little bit. I wanted all of us, based on a listener suggestion, all of us to pick a movie for everyone else to watch. And this week, it was my pick. The movie is True Romance from 1993. Here's your spoiler alert.
2: Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out?
0: It has to be spoiled! Oh, yeah. Uh, why did I pick this movie? Well, 1993, when this movie came out, I was a young 17, 18-year-old in art school in Brooklyn. And just the movies of Kevin Smith, of Quentin Tarantino, um, of, like, Darren Aronofsky, they inspired me and the connects with that time and just i would hang out with the movie geeks we all wanted to write dialogue like tarantino and kevin smith we wanted yeah. to make movies like pulp fiction like it just made it's just so inspiring to be like look at this fucking character dialogue driven violent gritty fucking movies that I, I it's remained in my top favorite movies since then uh we did all watch the director's cut correct Right.
2: Wonder, yes. wonder what's different.
0: So I don't slightly know. more violent. I don't know. I can't. Th- I can't, I couldn't pick out what was different. Uh, it was weird because on Amazon that was the only version available to watch. Very strange. The other two had listings, but it said this video is not available. So I was like, all right, director's cut. It's two hours, and it, I I don't remember anything extra from the movie. I remembered so uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is a- sitting at a lovely ninety two percent. 7.54 out of 10 average rating. Audience score also 93% uh, box office-wise. The budget for this movie was, was the budget? Box Office Mojo, of course, doesn't have it. Oh, the budget was $12.5 million. Whoa. The movie opens to $4 million and ends up making uh, exactly about $12.5 million. Ah. So it's it was a, a low-budget cult kind of cult hit. You know, made up a lot later in DVD sales. Um, This movie has just an amazing 90s cast uh, of talent and crew behind the screen, in front of the screen, directed by the late, great Tony Scott.
1: I love Tony Scott.
2: I love Tony
0: Scott. Ridley Scott's brother. Of course, Anthony, you know Ridley Scott.
2: Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Tony Scott? Wasn't familiar up until this movie, and then I realized, looking him up, that he's done a bunch of movies that I'm familiar with.
0: Yes, he with. has. I mean, he died in 2012 at 68, and somehow Ridley Scott is still alive, and I think he's a lot older. Than... Well, I think he committed suicide. Oh, he did? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> he did. I did not. Um, I forgot to look that up. That's crazy. Uh, but Tony Scott also dir- uh, directs amazing movies like uh, Man on Fire, uh, Crimson Tide, The Last Boy Scout. Days oh my of Thunder, God. Beverly Hills Cop Two, Top Gun, uh, uh, Deja Vu, uh, lots of he did a lot of uh, Denzel Washington movies, Unstoppable, Enemy of the State, The Fan, just uh, a great a great uh, director filmography here. I'm um, written by another guy you may have heard of, Quentin Tarantino. This was Tarantino's first screenplay he wrote, but this movie came out after he had
1: already done. Reservoir Dogs. You- I heard that he wrote this, and uh, Natural Born Killers came out of this yes. script. Fun fact, he
0: wrote this on a road trip. The original script was 500 pages long, and the story was uh, Clarence. was In the original script, Clarence Worley wrote the screenplay for Natural Born Killers while traveling cross-country with Alabama. So it was like a movie within a movie. Eventually gets split up becoming True Romance and Natural Born Killers, which is another amazing Tarantino written movie, which I believe he doesn't. He removed his name from that because of like Oliver Stone shit. Right. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, so Reservoir Dogs came out in 92. This movie comes out in 1993. Pulp Fiction comes out 1994. And Tarantino just owns the mid 90s. Starring your leads are Christian Slater as Clarence. Worley, and Patricia Arquette as Alabama. And then I'm just going to read the list of cameos and other people in this amazing cast. Dennis Hopper, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Bronson Pinchot, Balky from Perfect Strangers, Sam Jackson, Michael Rappaport, the great Saul Rubinek, who's in Hunters on Amazon right now, and a young James Gandolfini, pre uh, Sopranos. Oh shit. Just a fucking amazing cast. uh, That's just impressive by the names. Um, And since it's my movie, I'm going to give you the quick plot synopsis. Go ahead. This movie uh, is about Clarence, a comic book nerd uh, who works at a comic book store, also loves Elvis and Kung Fu movies. His boss at the comic book store sets him up with a prostitute, Alabama. Uh, Turns out they, she comes clean They fall in love instantly, get married. Clarence decides to extricate her from her pimp, Drexel. uh, Goes over there, kills the pimp, accidentally steals all his cocaine, which then they go on a cross-country trip to sell said cocaine while the mob is following them and the cops are after all of them. in an amazing bit of Tarantino tension and violence and, and character and dialogue. And that's pretty much the plot. Anthony... Yeah, I'm dying to know what you think of this, having watched it now, out of context, thirty, you know, twenty seven years later.
2: I first off, I could see why you like this film, right? Right off the bat, um, the guy being a comic book nerd and just sitting at a theater and then getting approached by some random woman, some hot girl, some some hot girl that wants to bang him on it's his a birthday. Nerd
3: wish
0: fulfillment to the ultimate.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly what I I would imagine you you wanted in your life. Um, I wanted to be fucking Clarence when I saw this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was enjoying this movie at that point um, up until uh, yeah, like Gary Gold, Gary Oldman as the, the Drexel. Drexel. Yep. Drexel, yeah, and then um, that all that all that whole scene, and really, I was enjoying it up until uh, they after um, Dennis Hopper and um, uh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken and That's their, a great their, scene. Yeah, their Sicilian so scene. I was enjoying all scenes. that. After that, I didn't enjoy the movie anymore. What? So, yeah, so I would have to say overall, this movie for me was a collection of like some scenes that you think would be really cool, some good actors, some witty dialogue, some good action, but none of it actually coalesced for me into a good movie. I didn't what? like it.
0: At what point did this bottom it. out for you? And see. I, yeah.
2: I, I knew this would disappoint you. Uh, I uh, after right when they go to California after that it, for me, the movie complot drops completely. So off So the whole okay. I I, I ve- very much and I didn't mind the violence, but I very much didn't like James Gandolfini just beating the hell out of Patricia Arquette. I just found that pretty distasteful. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was a. It seemed like to me like a movie Quentin Tarantino wrote and didn't direct. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> but then it, it, it wasn't. It just didn't seem as sharp. There was the. The scene with Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper is good, but overall it just seemed like a collection of cool moments that didn't coalesce into a, a story that I was just was riveted by. After after he gets the girl and they they find the money, I just didn't. I was like, this is kind of. Hmm. It just felt like a collection of
0: cameos. I mean, there was a lot of cameos. Um, that, I wasn't you a know, okay. I, I, man, I literally man, at, man. they're
2: doing the. Um, they're doing like the, the the meetup stuff at the hotel. Like they're setting that up, and I'm going. I don't like this anymore. This is not wow. Like
0: this. So yeah. this is Tarantino's first thing he ever wrote, but a lot of his movies. It, it there's a lot of things that happen in a lot of his movies. The way it ends in what you call a Mexican standoff, where yeah. there's several groups of people just coming in pointing at <laughs> everybody else. That's a great. Like I love his Mexican standoffs because these characters. They make bad decisions and just crazy series of events lead them into this fucking crazy situation um, at the end. So that's interesting. They that felt that whole third part bottomed out where they're setting up the deal.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, this after they once they start going to California, I mean, I liked Michael Rappaport at times. Yeah. I liked Brad Pitt. But as I mentioned earlier, just it didn't meld together in a film that I felt was good.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. Okay, rugs. So I was, uh, back in the 90s, Yeah, I was sitting around at a pizzeria. And, uh, you know, a, a cafeteria pizzeria. And a bunch of girls come in, and, you know, uh, and they're in, in a group. There's a couple some guys there. And they're all like, we just came back from this movie, True Romance. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what did you think? And the girls were telling me, like, you know, I was watching this movie going, this is going to be one of those fuck machine guy movies or whatever. And I thought I was going to hate it, but I fucking loved it. And I was like, really? I'm like, she's like, it was fucking violent as hell. And this girl takes a gun and beats the shit out of a guy, a giant guy. Yes. And I was like, Oh, that sounds great. So in the nineties, I, when, I guess when it was whatever, like, it wasn't seen as something bad, but I guess in today's context, I guess it is. So I went to that to see that movie because a girl told me that she loved it. Well, it's kind of a romantic movie. It is
0: in right. a way a romance right. movie
2: and Well that's what the title is.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is a true romance and that scene, uh, you that Anthony that you didn't like, it so so some of the stuff is kind of like Quentin loves the F word and the N word, you know, and all yeah. of this stuff. So yeah. now that's a little weird. But the the when, oh, that, none of that... It, it, that didn't oh, just, bother you. Just, okay. That's
2: not that, that stuff bothered okay me.
0: But James Gandolfini beating the crap out of Alabama. Alabama, where's that Coke? That's a hard and, scene uh, to watch. Even, even,
1: even in its day,
2: it yeah. was hard yeah. to watch.
0: But I've never seen a girl look sexier all bloody and busted up. Let me <laughs> tell you. Oh, my God. Patricia Arquette is so she is, she is very good looking and sexy. Yes. Uh, I loved Alabama. But she does like that, that one. It's a badass scene where she fucking... She gets him with a corkscrew and finally kills him with a corkscrew and a shotgun and then just continues to beat him. And you're like, oh, holy fuck. He throws it through the glass fucking. Uh, she like, laughs at him yeah, the whole it's, time. It's,
1: like the Joker would like Batman beating That's what it reminded me. Yes.
0: Of. And, it was so, like the, and the point and then where Clarence is out getting burgers and they're cutting back between what he's doing, like the tension is great. And she's, he's just beating the shit out right. of Right. But I love I love Gandolfini's lines. This this movie has some of my favorite dialogue. Like I was saying the lines
1: along with the movie. I still remember all of well, them. I remember when I went to go see this. I saw I was with a big group of people. There was a couple of people that were like eh, and I was like well, all right. I, I understand you have a different opinion. That's fine. So I knew when Anthony was going to watch this. I knew that. There's a very good chance that he could be on the opposite side yeah. of this. Yeah. So, and, and that's one of these movies that either you love it or you hate it. Um, now, as a movie, it's a Quentin Tarantino film. He was, it's his first. Yeah. So it's not as polished as Reservoir Dogs, the second one that he did. Um, so it is, it does suffer from it being like, kind of like, uh, a nerd's wet dream yeah you know well, like it's kind and, of semi-autobiographical and too. it's like choppy yeah. it's like it it, it doesn't it's really a little flow. choppy yes um it does that whole 90s thing where like it just gets you gets you there there's a few right? you ploddles. just have to go along yeah, yeah there's, there's, a there's a couple there's of a but the thing that i loved about this movie is um first of all it's the first time i've ever had crazy ass dialogue like that. Yes. So in its time, like right now we take it for granted, but yep. in its time, yep. there was nothing like it where a fucking guy was talking about fucking Kung Fu films and that you'd see Kung, like Sonny Chiba. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw Sonny Chiba yeah. on screen was then. I mean, I might've seen him not unknowingly in my past when I was watching Kung Fu movies, yeah. but I've never seen someone communicate. Oh, you got to watch the street fighter. And he named street, the street yeah, fighter movies. Up there, yeah. And then, Imran, didn't we just go out and watch the Street Fighter movies like immediately when they came out of video?
0: Didn't I think we watched this? Didn't we discover this movie together? Like it felt like it was at the same time.
1: Yeah, we did. Absolutely. And I had this Uh, on VHS, and I would fucking wear the shit out of it. (laughs) Right. So he was talking about, and there's so much like like movies stuff dropped in there, director stuff. So that's where the education of uh, uh, of Quentin Tarantino started to begin, where he would. Use his movies as a vehicle to kind of spread his love of things to you, uh, and then you had um, Kevin Smith do the same thing, yeah. Kind of follow suit where he was, he his love of comics was now transported to you through his films, and his love of Star Wars was and all that stuff was transported through his films. So I, I really appreciated that because when I was going to movies before, I wasn't really getting that. I was getting like, okay, I see something happen, like. Arnold would punch a guy and they'd go flying Mm. and then like, you know, he'd say something funny and be cheesy, but I wasn't learning anything. I wasn't like being inspired to learn about more about art forms and stuff. So, and being at, being at a place that was very artistic and with people that were very artsy fartsy into film and stuff, film nerds, they appreciated that about it as well, that it was kind of like, um, so like, uh, avant-garde. or So like, kind of like edgy, and doing weird shit. So, um, yeah, we can look, we look back at it now and we're like, oh, come on. Like, dude, this is, this is crazy. But it's, it's, um, it, and you and I could totally see that someone could see it and not like it. So it's not like. I'm blind to that. I'm not blind to the fact that people will be like, this is choppy. I remember uh, Siskel and Ebert. They did, Yeah, they didn't like it. Ebert liked so it Ebert, better. E- he liked Ebert it. Ebert liked yeah, it yeah. and Siskel He's hated like, it. He's like, I did not like it. Yes, so that's absolutely even, correct. I remember them watching. Yep. I remember watching, tuning in to watch that. And then I was like, oh, they're split on it. Yeah. So it, it's a polarizing film, but... Um, it has some of the, my favorite dialogue. Absolutely. The, the, the dialogue is great. I think Tony Scott's directing really like, helps the
0: script, saves the script. Uh, his, the, there's so much energy. And like I love how he loves top lighting. He just loves like one light above, and you get the dramatic right. shadows. There's a man who, in Crimson Tide, made a shot of people running up and down submarine stairs in tight quarters. Like, really exciting. Like, how many times did you say, what the fuck is a
1: Drexel? What the fuck After. is a Drexel? <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck a is a Drexel? Um, black, I mean, Yeah. It was not white pixies. boy day. Yeah, yeah, it just, boy day. Yo, he thought it was white boy, boy day. Charlie, is it white
0: boy day? Charlie, you done fucked up again. Go get Alabama. Bring that bitch back here. Man, I ate the pussy. I ate everything. I everything. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever eat. That Sam Jackson isn't there for like three great lines, and he gets blown away. Yeah, and he gets blown away. Wasn't
2: expecting that. Right? Oh, I great. love the
0: rockabilly cool. I love the opening Hans Zimmer score that little uh xylophone medley I hated the score. Oh, i fucking love that they, i love <laughs> that music i hate um, score. i love that elvis is his mentor and it's val kilmer and you never see him and he's i mean val kilmer he checks his gun at one point it puts it down and i love how he's like kill that pip he's like fuck don't deserve to live and he's just like always always love you clarence always have always will always will so good Let's talk about <laughs> dude there's so many great scenes. So let's just talk about the Drexel scene. Gary Oldman has this is a great monologue from him did realized
2: realize it was Gary Oldman. Right? I was like is that
0: Gary, <laughs> That's Gary no Oldman way. with dreads and like a fucked up eye and a scar.
2: Rastafarian he, Yes,
0: he based he based this uh performance off to after a reggae singer called I have his name here somewhere. Some reggae singer. Uh, that he liked and so it's but it's so th- that scene is so great now we sitting down ready yeah. to negotiate you already giving up your <laughs> shit <laughs> I've seen the mystery to you he's like I up there on a screen a in a pair of titties but you just been clocking me I know I pretty <laughs> but I ain't as pretty as a pair of titties <laughs>
3: oh my god I can
0: do every line of this movie I'm I lo- sure you can and I love when he blows him away shoots him in the dick and he's just like that was funny open your fucking eyes <laughs> Yeah, just fucking blows them away, and that's off-screen violence. Like some of the violence is on-screen, some of it that's off-screen is even crazier. Dick Ritchie, Michael Rappaport, is hilarious. Floyd is like the best. This is a Brad Pitt, also before yeah. he gets big.
1: This is yeah, pre-big Brad Pitt. This is
0: pre-huge superstar Brad Pitt, and he invented this character, Floyd himself. Floyd has some of the best lines. F-
2: fun f- fun fact about Floyd. Yeah. I, s- I found after doing some research Jud Appa- Apato decided to make Pineapple Express based on Floyd
0: Oh yeah what's his name it's just, what do,
2: it's, uh, uh,
0: Seth Rogen And James Franco is kind of like Franco. Floyd he's, yeah.
2: he's Floyd he's just like what would I do What would a movie like be like if Floyd was It's the so
0: great after? I believe Brad Improvised all those lines where he's like Get some, some cleaning products <laughs> Or when he Gandolfini comes And he's like fucking Condescent me man Fucking kill you man <laughs> he's trying and he's smoking out of a honey bear bong do you know how oh, old shit. school amazing that is yeah Holy that's a classic. Shit. that reminded me of all the weird shit we made bongs out of in college like is this your favorite movie of this all is like one up it's there. one of them i, I, I think
1: have, it's definitely in my top 20 wow. films. i mean yeah. i've seen this so many times and i enjoy um, i forget every about scene. it sometimes yeah, that yeah, i like it yeah. so much because i know that it's not the highest quality film, yeah, but it's a guilty pleasure. Definitely
2: yeah. a guilty pleasure. I, I could see it being a guilty pleasure because I looked up afterwards. I, was, I looked, I typed in "True Romance overrated." I couldn't find many people that agreed with me. <laughs> I was going, "Oh man, this, what did I, what did I see?" I but think I, it's I, a there, little. I literally uh, don't. I don't want to watch it again. There's nothing. Really? there's nothing. They think that I missed. Son of a I, bitch. I saw everything. And I, I said to myself, "This isn't for me." See, This is, uh, this is coalesced into nothing for me. It's when, choppy. It's it's. There's a bunch of like I said, cameos of th- of short, brief appearances by actors, and you think that'd be make it really cool. It just oh, it I doesn't.
1: definitely could see that you would th- that you would not like it, and how people could would probably think the same way. Mm. But I don't know, man. When, I saw that in the theater yeah. in the '90s, yeah. And when I saw that scene with Christopher Walken, oh my god, as Vincent Cacati, <laughs> yes. the Antichrist, uh, who's in a yes. vendetta kind of mood.
0: Can and tell you, <laughs> no. your son, fuckhead that he is, leaves his driver's license in the hands of a dead well, guy.
2: Okay, let me let me say something real quick yeah. on that. Great scene. That's I do the, enjoy one that of the best scene. scenes ever. Why isn't Christopher Walken show up and get his come up in Slater? Uh, that's a good. That's a good that's point. plot hole. That's, he he builds himself up in that scene yeah. as the villain of the movie. He's only he doesn't in that show scene. up scene. No, he's yeah. only in that scene. It it ends up being James Gandolfini yeah. and then the guy that doesn't speak any goddamn English. Being the main, like, a villain. That
0: uh that get at the end.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the Italian guy. That that's a great point. Ton. Now that you yeah. said
0: that, now I'm like, Listen, yeah, oh, but fuck, look you should have been at the no, end You should have been there. No, no, Walken's the boss. You I don't agree. go in and do the dirty work. He said it. He goes, I haven't killed anybody since, since 1984. 1984. Come but to-
2: that, that scene right there, I think that's why I, I sort of fell off, is that movie builds toward Walken. Walken kills the guy's dad. Yeah. So you want to see Walken... In the movie more. You also want to see Walken die because he kills Dennis Hopper, who's Christian Slater's dad. Doesn't show up. The boss doesn't get his hands dirty, Anthony. Doesn't show up. The boss doesn't get his hands dirty. Think of your favorite. Think of your fucking favorite movies of all time. Well, this is one of them. But think of <laughs> other superhero movies. Yes. Like Think of any like other movie where the bad guy doesn't show up the rest of the movie. He's just more of a presence. It's very special. So that's that's kind of what I'm getting yeah, at with yeah, the, right. the cameos right. that don't coalesce in
0: anything. I mean, but the fact that you had Walken and Hopper—that's
2: No, that's
1: a great point. That's man, a, that I would guess. have been a nice I'll little tie-in right there. Him.
2: I think I would have liked it a lot more if Walken what, got his comeuppance. up into at my the end and died. That's,
1: a, that's something that no one's ever said ever to me when we talk about this movie. So that's the first time I've heard that, and I'm like happy to have heard that <laughs> because like it's a good criticism of the movie. And I'm like now I'm like yes, that would make the movie better. Make Absolutely, it, I think it would make it better. Yeah. There's a oh.
2: okay, but I, I don't, I don't, I can definitely see why you guys like it. And I can see yeah. why most of the world likes yeah. it. Like, so there's especially of its time, it probably was, was very, uh, um, I mean, it, it probably shook up the industry. This is a little
0: before bit. Pulp Fiction came out and took right. over the zeitgeist, and everybody was quoting Pulp Fiction like, there was no Pulp Fiction. This was first, and uh, Reservoir Dogs also had a lot of
1: the same great dialogue, right. But this one had Christian Slater, so like I think it got more people into the theater. So that was to another
0: great connection to me because in high school I loved like pump up the volume and these Christian Slater movies that felt like gleaming the Cube. gleaming the cube, or the the geek or the 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 downtrodden outcast kid, heathers yeah. heathers, yes, the weirdos they will get their comeuppance, they will be the heroes. So. Picking him was great. He did a great job.
2: I didn't like Christian
1: Slater. You didn't like Slater? I love (laughs) Slater. God
0: damn it. What I love Slater? What
1: about James Gandolfini's whole fucking thing about killing people and how like the first one's the bitch? Yeah, I love that. He goes, I threw up on that first one. And now he just do it to 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 see the expression change on their face. Very well written. Yeah. I'm like, that was... These guys have like paragraph long monologues. Like, it's... I don't know. it, It gives the actors time to shine. Each actor gets this moment to shine. And in movies today, they really don't.
2: Absolutely. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. So
1: I think that that was cool. I like that a lot. I mean, I could, I find Alabama annoying uh, uh, at times in this movie and stuff like that. Uh, I find Clarence sometimes annoying at certain times. Toki Daddy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) She's so good. Overall,
1: it's such a crazy, bonkers movie that it shouldn't even exist. No. But it does. It's just, it's not quite like Roadhouse where like Roadhouse is like just defies all logic yeah. and whatever. Like this could actually happen. Yeah, it's just a like, little bit exaggerated like a and hyped. Yes. A guy could be like uh could go kill a pimp with a gun yeah. and get his narcotics by accident. Yeah, and then and go yeah, and try and sell it to somebody. find 'em. And uh it could end in
2: some kind of a standoff. Yeah. I, I like that premise a lot actually.
1: So um that's a realistic premise and it's it, plot wise it makes sense but i do think that yeah it could have escalated to a better ending and there is kind of a it feels truncated right like so they go on this road trip it's over in like a day <laughs> from right. detroit to california it would have been interesting to maybe Well, they got to get uh, to california yeah yeah uh, they just they just cut to there in california there was
0: the original ending that quentin wrote tony scott changed in the original ending clarence dies at the end yeah i read that yeah and tony Scott was like i kind of like that he doesn't die uh because it's not a complete bummer and they get to to live and uh raise a family and escape so like complete nerd wish fulfillment and i love her her narrating the thing is great um bronson pinchot the guy who played elliot this was another great thing i love the show perfect strangers he was Balky, and this was the first time I'd seen him since fucking Perfect Strangers. So that was another thing that when he's on oh. the roller
1: coaster, yes. and he's crying. Oh my god! You know what? <laughs>
0: Both him and Matt Rappaport hated roller coasters. He wasn't acting in that scene; he was genuinely terrified and
2: throwing up because he does Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot. Yes. I think you call him Bronson Elliot. Bronson. Oh, his name is Elliot. He plays Elliot. I only remember. I remember him from Beverly Hills. Oh Cop.
0: yes, he's in Beverly Hills Cop. It's Serge. Serge. You like a lemon (laughs) twig? (laughs) Serge. I love at the end when there's the shootout and they're just yelling, and he's like, "Uh, Officer, Officer, can I go? (laughs) And that's the thing, the catalyst that sets him off. off. He's like, You fucking stab me in the back. Fuck you. And then all the shooting starts. And then Dick Ritchie just throws the coke up in the air. Um, Oh, it's so great. And Tom Sizemore, Chris Penn, Sean Penn's brother, who's been in a lot of Tarantino movies as the cops. Another great scene where he's in the elevator and they're yelling at him. And He's freaking out. He's like, "You're an actor. Act, motherfucker! Come on, Elliot. Hold yeah, it they're together." they're all like,
1: they're all like doing commentary yes. as he's getting he's his like, shit. I love out this of Clarence him. kid. He's crazy.
2: Yeah, it it is like the. I did notice all the Quentin Tarantino isms. It's like every like, Quentin Tarantino at, thing. It's like yes. embryo form. Yes, like the you have the Mexican standoff. You have the long monologues. Yep. You have the yep. the bad guys that you're rooting for. Like everyone is bad. Even the yep. protagonist yep. is sort of bad. Um, you have the um acting within acting so every tarantino film has it seems like everyone's playing a character within the character right like even this like hey you're an actor act yeah it's, yeah they, they it's it's very meta like that so i yeah, can see yeah, all the yeah. all the things that quintero tarantino but would did, later did, refine and yeah this is
1: but this is the first time i'd ever seen it because i right. didn't see reservoir dogs in the theater i saw absolutely i didn't see that until it was on video so this is my first and I didn't even know I was watching Qu- Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I just went to go see this movie because a girl told me that was crazy. <laughs> so I, you know what I mean? At that yeah. point in time, I was like, and then the people that I knew that were like film nerds, like no, Tarantino wrote this. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't even know what that means. Mm. And so they had already seen what reservoir dogs that was playing at the Angelica, I believe, which is this small theater in New York. So I didn't go to see it. Cause it was like limited release. So um, anyway, long story short, I had no idea. I'd never seen anything like it before. So it, that is basically imprinted on me, mm. right? The fact that, like, you know, that's, this is the first time I've ever seen anything this crazy in a film. Um, and it just it, it resonated. It was a comic book nerd. It was, uh, you know, there was, like, the mafia, the, the mob, Sicilian thing deal, about Sicilian yep, yep. you know, that great fucking thing. There was... Uh, shit like that. There was Balky was in it, and I love yeah, fucking Balky. And then, yeah, you know, and um, there was there was just a lot of shit there that I I was just like ready for at that moment. Does it hold up as well as it did without the nostalgia? I don't know. I can't. I can't see it without that nostalgia. Yeah, me, n- me neither. So, I you know, it's there's a roller
0: coaster in the movie, but to me, the movie was a roller coaster ride. From beginning to end, because I remember I
1: didn't know where it was going when I first watched it. Like, when Dick Ritchie does the audition. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Richie And the lady's just like, whatever, like... Get him! <laughs> shoot him! Like, it, I just... I, I smile every time. <laughs> yeah. Or when he's, like, gets up from the bathroom, yeah. and you see that he's got, like, a little shit stain on his shirt that he wiped his ass with, because <laughs> uh, he has no toilet no paper. T- like... <laughs> the fact that you can see that uh, Christian, uh Christian Slater, is eating hamburgers throughout the whole movie, yeah. like he's constantly eating hamburgers, yeah. like it's just crazy that, like, uh, <laughs> all these little details, like you just pick up a lot. Like Tarantino, his movies are rich uh, with things yes. that you can you can get in character. Yeah. So um, whether that stuff is of value or not, uh, some people might go and say, "Well, this is just a misogynistic, dumb." stupid film that is just like a fucking nerds fucking jack off uh, it is like a know. teenage uh yeah. f- f- wish fulfillment kind of thing so
2: much it, it's it's a little bit
1: more than it that it is and um i mean how many times have i quoted this movie in my life all the time like all the time <laughs> yes. and it, when i meet somebody that knows the movie as well as i do we automatically, like, we know. Like, I know you. You fucking understand what the fuck I'm talking about. We get it. Blah, blah, blah. So you are, you're a Sicilian, huh? I read a lot. this <laughs> I love when he's like, I'm,
0: sis- I'm just quoting history. I'm just, if a, now tell me. That's a fact. Am I lying? Well, I love where, when he uh, walking is like, Sicilian's the best liars. Man's got 17 tells. Woman's got 20. Well, man's got 17. <laughs> Meaning that women are better at lying uh you know, in their eye they got more tells. Uh uh just it's a fucking great scene. I, I do want to say that even though I didn't like
2: it, I didn't want to shit on this at all, be nor or much because I know you guys like it a lot. You
1: could shit and on I don't it. Have, have, but you, there, yeah, that, well no, but there isn't, it's your there isn't there isn't
2: there isn't something like a ton for me to shit on. I just for whatever reason I was like, I just don't like this.
0: I mean I think it's it is of you know watching it now without all that nostalgia that's I mean I'm not I can surprised go back
2: and watch A a few Tarantino, like I can go back and watch, I mean, these are recent, relatively recent, but I've watched Tarantino films and been like, yeah, I like this You need to watch Reservoir
0: Dogs and Pulp Fiction and The Kill Bills. Like early Tarantino shit is my favorite. Now, let's get back to something you said, Anthony, about the Tarantino world and the universe and stuff. So this is, you start to see his universe take place. There's a lot of great connections. Clarence's sunglasses, the the taking pair of business Elvis sunglasses, which I did have- uh, i bought later and i would wear them and i'd look pretty fucking good in them, I
1: love you? them. yes
2: you yeah. don't look
0: good in anything
1: no it did remember rocks remember i had those glasses for a long ass <laughs> he, time when amron had short hair yep. oh no and he had a he had a a a blue jacket a blue leather jacket and i had those fucking and glasses, had those glasses. It
0: was great uh so those sunglasses repurposed in kill bill uma thurman wears them uh in the hospital uh lee donowitz the producer, played by Saul Rubinek, is the grandson of Sergeant Donnie Donowitz from Inglorious Bastards. Uh in Reservoir Dogs, Mr. White mentions that he worked with a girl named Alabama. Uh, there's two lines in this movie. He loves reusing his little catchphrases that he uses in other movies. One is when Drexel is like, he's like, sit down, grab yourself an egg roll. We got everything here from a little odd Joe to a damn defano. I, I think that was in also in Reservoir Dogs. And then that whole bit where Clarence is talking to Elliot, but he's like, look like a beautiful blonde with big tits and an ass. Tastes like French vanilla ice cream. Because
1: yeah, but why you trying, like like trying to fuck me like one? like, why are you trying to fuck me like one? That's what they say in Reservoir Dogs. In, they, no, that's,
0: and uh, in Pulp Fiction. Remember? He's yes. like, what does Marcellus Wallace look like? Does he look like a bitch? Why are you trying to fuck him like one? That's, yes. that's the same kind of stuff. So I just love his universe and these characters that play in all his movies um i fucking love it uh the the word fuck was said 225 times
2: in the, the I, movie. I got one thing i noticed which is because of watching it at this time in yeah. this era yeah harvey weinstein the weinsteins did he, they, they were producing it didn't they They were oh. producing right? they were yeah. producing everything they, that were. He did. they, yeah, they yeah, were producing man, all the tarantino yeah, stuff man. but i was like oh the Weinstein's. I would not have even thought of that unless I was watching. You know it at what's this time.
0: funny is I was listening to that. Remember we talked about that cinematically correct podcast, and I was catching another episode, and they were talking that they were reviewing. She's all that, and they're also like, "Yeah, this is also partly written by Harvey Weinstein, and <laughs> produced like he's done so every well, the, movie."
2: They were the big independent studio of the time, Miramax. Miramax, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you would well, go. They were. Yeah. I mean,
1: in the nineties, and the early two thousands. That's where you went to forget art house films. You went to Hollywood to get like the typical cookie cutter shit. And then Miramax would do the fucking shit with balls. And, um, Harvey Weinstein, you know, being a complete asshole and a fucking piece of shit, uh, for some, but for some reason, he fucking uh, was able to produce some interesting things. Now, in the context, a lot of the stuff is a little misogynistic, a little bit, uh, I don't think most feminists would approve of some of the movies that he made. <laughs> yeah, but um, as an art form, take risks, yeah. do things absolutely. So, um, it, when you're an artist, sometimes you do stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, it's 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 weird to look at it through this lens that we have now. I was wondering. I was like, I think this is a Weinstein
0: movie, and it fucking it was. It was. Yeah, uh, more fun facts. Drew Barrymore was the first choice for Alabama yeah by uh tony scott but quentin tarantino had written it with keith carradine and joan cusack in mind and i'm glad we got christian slater and patricia i I
2: liked patricia Arquette a lot actually she did uh, she was i thought she struck the right balance of like very caring and loving yes yes someone that's very careful like careful but very um considerate of others like she loves her her man unconditionally but she's also kind of ditzy yeah but it even though she, I didn't like her getting her ass beat because I just like I don't like women getting their ass beat. And yeah. I thought she was hot. Yeah, um, she is. Does come off at least for me as resourceful enough to to try potentially to, yes. kill James Gandolfini. Yes, stay alive. So she yeah. she has like the ditzy resourceful also unconditional love thing i like the balance that, that uh, whole
0: scene when she first walks in the hotel and he's just
1: sitting there and she's just like she's what? the hero of the movie Yeah, she's first great. of all it's her voice that you're hearing the whole time yes narrating. she starts it off and ends right, it, so yes. she knows she's gonna make it out yeah, alive yeah then she's the one that pulls clarence out she fucking drives him yeah she you know whatever so like, she and she uh she stops gandolfini from getting the drugs
2: and 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 kills him she also commits the last, I think, the last kill in the match. Oh yeah, she, she shoots yeah, Chris yeah, she Penn
0: just out yeah. of like she just freaks Reach. out. Yeah. yeah, he's like this for Cody. I need an ambulance. I'm fucking right. dying. There's <laughs> that's another great thing in Reservoir Dogs. He does the <laughs> same thing where uh, who's the ma- who's the main guy? Um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Michael Manson? No, no. In Reservoir Dogs, who plays uh, the the inside guy? Uh, oh, that's um, uh, th-
1: that's the Abomination.
0: Oh, yes. Fuck. Why can't I remember his name? But there's a whole scene where he's, he's bleeding out. and He's like, I'm fucking dying. Like he, he always has that in his movies. But I saw this other video where this guy broke down Alabama and Clarence's relationship. And he's like, this is actually a great example of a healthy, loving, supportive relationship in movies. And like you wouldn't think you would find it in this movie. But they 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 are a strong couple, and you know, it's, of course, it's far fetched. They get fall in love right away and get married. But yeah, that's I wanted to be Clarence. I wanted to find my Alabama in uh, New York City. Um,
2: <laughs> I definitely, when she is just banging this dude, and or when she take goes to the comic book shop yeah. and then ends up banging him, I'm like, that's a I know exactly why. Uh, uh, no, no, oh, I, I think yes. like this is a hook. That's a hooker, yes. This is, I know I'm already sold on why Imran likes this and at that point I was like I'm fully in on this movie yeah, as well yeah. I'm, I'm along for the ride
0: I love the ending um, That so the scene where Walken shoots Dennis Hopper in the head Dennis Hopper was a little bit nervous because this is the same here, uh Brandon Lee got gets killed with the prop gun when they were shooting this so to show him it was safe Tony Scott took the bullet he's like look you're going to shoot me in the head it's safe the problem was when this gun fired, the barrel extended and it was right up on his head and it hits him in the head, knocks him down, gives him a bloody head, uh, leaving him uh, on the ground. So Hopper was right to be nervous about a fucking gun stunt. Uh, Val Kilmer also put on all this makeup two day- for two days of filming and he's out of focus because they couldn't get the rights from the Presley estate which is why he's listed in the credits as mentor. When you clearly know it's fucking Elvis, obviously, but they couldn't show his face. They couldn't even show that he looked similar to Elvis. And this is the best that scene between Gandolfini and, and Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette's kind of a method actor. She needed to get in the mood. She would ask Tony Scott for a persuader. What's a persuader. He would slap her on the set.
2: Oh, shit! Yeah, I heard about
0: that. Like kind of firmly, To get her all fucking amped up, which I'm like, God damn, she's fucking badass. And a lot of people don't, they know her from the show Medium, uh, which is more recent. She's a lot older, but she's 24 in this movie. And I love her like crooked teeth, everything, everything about her. I
2: actually read that, um, I don't know if you guys read this, but um, she didn't, she never got braces because she wanted her teeth. To look like that, or not look like that, to be, unique, like to be, that, unique. But to be unique in within yeah. the film industry, yeah, uh,
0: and it 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 works. Make
2: her look like a real person, yeah,
0: yeah. That's it's kind of smart because look at founder for W. Yeah, look at Tom Cruise teeth. That's way too fucking straight, and those aren't real. <laughs>
1: those aren't real. There's no <laughs> well, way Tom Cruise got br- braces. Uh, I think he had like fucked up teeth implants. He could
0: just pull them out and put in fake teeth. He, he can yeah, afford it. I
2: had braces. I had braces too. They're no good for me. Oh no, your teeth out. You. <laughs> there's a lot wrong with your teeth.
0: Uh, this movie is such a cult hit that there is a True Romance Fest in Los Angeles. People dress up, they have Clarence's original purple Cadillac. People come and cosplay. There's a Twitter account um, at True Romance Fest. So it has I would love to meet these people now. It's got a cult following. And I'm sure just like us, everybody fucking quotes these lines verbatim. Oh, yeah, definitely. The Safari motor, Safari Motel In. Smart Motel- it. <laughs> uh, and also another theory that I thought was really interesting in that you watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A Redditor posts this theory. Is Cliff Booth Floyd's father? Oh shit. I I kind of like this. The character Brad Pitt plays in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Could be Floyd's dad. Oh. Right? That's kind of fun.
3: Maybe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe.
1: They got the same kind of uh, isn't that fucking, crazy though That's yeah that's, somebody's putting that together but like listen Quentin Tarantino pulled Brad back in yeah. to doing Glorious Bastards and now got him in another movie so he's been in three movies right so that's pretty cool
2: Yeah, they have worked well together I, I do admire the fact that Quentin Tarantino has been able to just continually pull not just the same crew of actors but he's always it seemed like every film he's able to pull a new actor yeah. that's pretty hot Into that film and and add them to his universe. Yeah, because
0: you have a lot of, like, Tom Sizemore, Chris Penn. These guys show up in a lot of these movies.
2: Well, then you look at, like, Inglorious Bastards, he adds uh, um, Christoph.
0: Oh, Christoph Waltz. Waltz. And then you look at, like,
2: Django Unchained, he adds Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And then you look at Inglorious Bastards, he adds uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. so, like... Um, or in *Inglourious Bastards, he added Leo. Leo wasn't ever in. Um, oh, that's I don't right. Think he was ever no. in uh, Quinter, And then that's, you know, that's the first time, time they worked right.
0: together, Brad and Leo. I mean, yeah. the beginning of *Inglourious Bastards, that the writing of that opening scene is 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 probably some of his finest writing, along with the Hopper and Walken scene, and along with some monologues in *Pulp Fiction*. Uh, that's like his best. You're shit. half cantaloupe. You, you're, a you're I love half it. eggplant. He's like you. You're a part eggplant. You're a cantaloupe. <laughs> I love this guy. Dude, the look on his face, he knows he's going to die.
1: It's yeah, that's so why he does it. And he tells
0: him...
2: They change the bloodline. They blood change the...
1: Line. So blonde hair,
0: <laughs> blue eyes, becomes dark yeah, yeah, hair. At that point, the skin. character knows he's he going like, so he to die. Yes.
2: he wants to stick it as hard as he can. He gets he his dies. one
0: last cigarette, and then uh, Walken gives him the kiss of death, you know, right afterwards. Yeah, isn't that great?
1: That acting is great, where he laughs, yeah. right? Yeah, right. he's then turning. Then he, likes yeah. like, laughs, he turns around, he, like, you know, tries to, like, you know... And then he gets the gun and fucking shoots him.
2: Getting angry, it's so great. I, I did laugh when Patricia Arquette's character meets Dennis Hopper, Christian yeah. Slater's oh, yeah. dad, yeah. and they they just make out yeah. as a first kiss. He's like as the damn, first time they greet
0: each other. He goes, yeah. goddamn right, she does taste like a peach." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really tastes like a peach.
1: It's so cute. It's very quotable. I can see why yes, you remember in the I can lines. do every fucking line. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's definitely full of lines. That's I mean, like just the fact that he. he there, when she's watching TV, yeah, she's watching Chow and Fat, and I think I don't know what movie it is. No, it's the, fr- killer. the Free Jack is also playing on a and lot Free of Free Jack yes. is on Free
0: there. Jack. It's with the, this movie has Mick Jagger in it, right? It's Anthony Hopkins. And Anthony Hopkins, yeah. and a lot of people in this movie are watching Free like Floyd's watching Free Jack. It's yeah. always on. It's just the Free Jack channel. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> fucking Floyd's the best. He should have came in at the end and saved everyone. A, I think it was hard
1: boiled. I'm not sure. Oh, think, John
0: Woo! Uh, yeah, the John end. Woo. The end also has a very John Woo influ- influence on the action. The way he, he, he ramps it up and more people come in. All right, Anthony. Well, give me a rating. Uh, what would you give this movie? Watching it now without the sorry, nostalgia. I'm
2: sorry, Imran.
0: It's okay. I can take it. I got, a, I got it. a
2: solid four. Oh, for you this movie.
0: motherfucker! Ah. God damn! Fuck that
1: show! Get the fuck! I was out
0: not here. entertained. Oh, you're going to be surprised. You may not be surprised at my number. Rugs, what would oh, you give this? Yeah, I know this? what
2: your number is.
1: I'm going to give it a solid eight. Okay. Uh, this is a
0: nine for me. Fuck it. Yeah. This, will, this will be a nine movie. Uh, I will. Now,
1: I'm going to give it with the caveat yes. that I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Yes. I don't think it's the greatest film ever made. I just like what I like about it. And, and it, and remember, I saw this in the theater. Before any of this shit was like a commonplace thing where like you could like do dialogue like this and do and this is like completely new to me. Uh, so time.
0: I will say the one thing I can't say is that watching it again. Now I had not seen this movie in years. I've remembered it for years. Remembered every line in the last 27 years. I mean, I was literally fucking 17 years old. when I watched this for the first time. It hit me a little bit differently. And I I, I identified, I recognized why, a 17 18 year old me loved this so much and why maybe it doesn't completely hold up but it's still a fun entertaining you know ride of a crime unpredictable crime movie but just the nostalgia of where i was and and where this movie came out it's that's it's always going to be a fucking nine it was one of my do, favorite yeah. movies i
1: could do the thing where anthony anthony hedges his bets where he says well i could give it the rating of like uh realistically right. What is it? And it's probably more like a six. Realistically, it's like a seven and a half, maybe. But but <laughs> eight, I'll I, give the nostalgia yes. factor, yeah. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, because I just love the dialogue. That's thing. fine. I'm glad
0: I got Anthony to watch it, and uh, no, I fully get where I'm you're coming I from. Glad I watched it too. Cool. I'm and I get. I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. That's what I wanted to know. To, and it's hard for me to see it from like your eyes, you know.
2: And. We've had a bunch of movie reviews, not that I was trying to do this, yeah. but I think we've been agree- in agreement on a lot of movies lately, yeah, so yeah, just let- yeah.
0: I'm just going to change it up a little uh, bit. All right. I like it. Listener. Just kidding.
2: it's actually how I feel. You motherfucker. <laughs> I want the
0: listener to watch True Romance. Send us uh. you They your probably thoughts. all like
2: it. Everyone likes what you like in Ron, so you'll They same too. I know West Cranford will love this movie if he hasn't seen it. Okay. <laughs> Seth Morgan, West Cranford, they'll be all going to love it. They're sucking the teat of, of yeah. what you like. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding guys. You guys like your own Who stuff. Who wants to go next for the movie? No, I haven't thought about this. Mm. I I I'm in the midst of a debate on this one. Okay. Um so you- I have 3 movies in the in the till. Oh shit. Okay. If I if I if I, I could share these now.
0: Uh okay, it's going to be one of these movies. You're going to go next.
2: But we don't have to do it next week.
0: Your movie pick. No, we will have to do it next
2: week. Next week we're doing this consecutive? Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. Is there nothing coming what out? What else next are week? we talking
0: about? Well, right, well, fine. this week, um, that Bloodshot movie comes out the following week. Nobody's oh. going to see that fucking movie. Okay. Okay. No, well, we're gonna go watch water. it. But we have right. a week before that, so we okay. can. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, here are the three movies I'm thinking of, okay, and I can okay, let you guys okay, decide. Okay. There's American Pie, which is <laughs> basically a movie of my youth. Yeah, yeah, as a, yeah, as, a yeah. as a high schooler. Okay. Um, and then there's two Godzilla movies that I was pondering
0: oh okay
2: original godzilla yeah in, Jap- in japanese or godzilla versus hedora which is a fucking wacky ass film
0: that okay i'm really glad that you have two godzilla movies i was kind of hoping you were gonna pick a godzilla movie because i have not seen many of these and i was i
2: think i think if let me just google real quick if there's a Can way we even to watch godzilla versus hedora that's
0: the one i want to see that's the crazy 70s trippy one right
2: yeah I, yes.
0: okay i want to watch that i think we should do that
2: but well, I, let me just see if there's a stream can we,
0: I, can we buy it, it right can we watch it listen fiddlesticks will find us a stream he knows where all the fucking
2: illegal shit is if we can find a stream we can do godzilla okay potentially Hitler. next
0: week listener. what year did that movie come out
2: 1971
0: oh shit oh shit! okay
2: i'm glad oh, better like known it. as godzilla versus the, the Small monster smeg
0: i am i was secretly hoping you were going to pick that movie yeah. so i like it okay good we'll
2: find it we'll watch it we'll rugs do you remember it. watching that movie when's the last time you seen that oh, movie? i've seen it uh maybe a year ago or something oh wow i haven't seen it since i was a kid so. oh it's great I, I i remember it being great it's still i remember great. it also being very hard i don't know if this was just for me but as a kid i could never find a copy of this fucking movie
1: i bought a copy of it as soon as it was released I okay
0: yeah. aren't they didn't they all come out like recently on stuff
1: yeah, I think they did a re-release for a long time. How do do watch parties? We could do a watch party. Or I not. don't know how that
0: works. How do you play like a licensed movie and then put it online? We'll do it on fucking Facebook yet. all the time. All right, that's the next movie pick. That's fucking great. Let's get to news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation.
3: It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Duck and Nerd recorded in front of a live, flatulent audience. (laughs) (laughs) Duck and Nerd! Ah, Well done. Uh, So we have some comments from our last couple of episodes. Uh, The C2E2 episode, Blake Braden commented... I don't think I've ever heard Anthony that hyped, drunk, or on drugs before. I fucking loved (laughs) it. (laughs) It was great. Also, Imran, the quote, little
2: tipsy, (laughs) little tipsy.
0: The quote, "We're going to get kicked out," is exactly what I imagine when you and Anthony go to a convention the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, hasn't happened yet. Almost. I mean, I broke shit and they still didn't kick me out. But that was G Fest. We were a little tipsy and we were a little fun. And Anthony was like, was like you were at an EDM concert, but it was all nerds. Yeah, Right. exactly, sure <laughs> They had the backpack on it was a lot did of fun. have a backpack it on It was yes. a fun time yeah. uh, Paul Gunter, uh, talking about the episode before Great episode and review of Edge of Tomorrow Had no idea the name changed Can't wait for the True Romance review And really appreciate the little Vicky Vale Batman soundtrack Not as well Yes, somebody got that Little stupid shit that comes out of my mouth That I don't think people notice And I love that he noticed the Vicky Vale thing Hope you enjoyed the True Romance review. There it is. Uh, Roberto Rivera answering my question about PlayStation VR. He says, I haven't played too many games on the PlayStation VR, but the times I have tried it, was, I was mostly impressed with the size of the virtual screen for a regular game. You basically put on the headset and get a giant HD screen right in front of you. For reference, it made a 70-inch TV seem small. Oh, shit. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of TV. Uh, here's an email from Joe Henry. He says, hey, guys, just finished listening to your re- review of Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. I am a huge time travel sci-fi nerd, and I've watched this numerous times and wanted to comment on your review. In the review, Ruggs asked why Tom Cruise didn't keep trying to go back and recruit General Brigham to destroy the Omega. You remember that, Ruggs? Right. The answer is he couldn't. After the plan to obtain the MacGuffin device from the General Uthrida, they used the device while fleeing the General's soldiers, got in that car accident. Where Cage got a blood transfusion, removed the alien blood, and pulled Cage from the time travel group, just like Rita. Once Cage realized that he had the location of the Omega, they had one
1: shot to destroy the Omega for good. Since he knew, yeah, but did you just hear what he said. Yes, after the plan to obtain the McGuffin device from General Rita, they used the device while fleeing. Yeah, and then they got into the car accident. Yeah convenient writing Convenient writing. So yes. instead of getting the machine and running away they yeah. should have been like hey let's i know where the f-, you know i mean use this machine and let find out let's fucking bomb this well, thing. The, i guess they needed a way for him to he, not so use that's what i that's what i to meant to remove
0: the power that it was a little contrived the way he lost the the power
1: yeah well they they wrote it so he would lose the power and they would have to like do the one ditch thing but they could have easily just said hey let me try this shit right here and i'll tell you where the fucking thing is general yeah. and he would have been like why not that sounds like a great idea you can fucking get this thing over tomorrow <laughs> well he go- But no they have him run out and all It's a little
0: convenient but then he also comments on a little bit further on something that i had a question of he says some fans speculate that he now has the omega's power to reset the day which is why he starts at a different point the last time uh, which is possible, but I believe it's because Rita and Cage killed the Omega in control of the Alphas and Mimics in Europe only. So maybe there's another Omega on Earth that sent Cage back unwittingly 24 hours earlier, leaving room for a sequel, of course. That's a, that's a good point. However, it could be that the fans are right and Cage became
1: the Omega with the power to control time.
0: Are we going to see a prequel? I like sequel? the other, one,
1: other version better. Yeah. What? Yeah. That someone there's another Omega I
0: kind of like that idea he says the novel had a different ending but I prefer the movies better this is probably one of my favorite sci-fi action films I've seen in years and it deserved to make a lot more money at the box office so thank you for reviewing it guys, it gave me multiple geek Geek bonus, now I just have to figure out how to Spider-Man and Superman my wife when she least expects it oh (laughs) oh, god, easy with that Joe Henry be careful he didn't
2: pick this, right?
0: no this was, was Seth Morgan Moore. pick Edge of yeah. Tomorrow, but it's the movie's a great time travel movie's got fans. Uh go. Joe Henry, try the Disney Punch on your wife. How does let us know how that goes? I'm not sure how you do that. Anyone? No? Have we figured it out? No. The Disney Punch? The Dis, you know, like Donkey Punch, but the Disney Punch.
1: I think the Disney Punch <laughs> is when you make two you ball up two of your fists. This is a sound misogyny. Oh, no. But anyway, you ball up two of your fists, this? and as you're going from behind, you bring your two fists. To, their, to the woman or man's temple yeah. that you're doing, yeah. and it makes like Mickey Mouse's ears, <laughs> oh, and, shit. but you slam him ah. at, right when you're about to jizz, and that's how you do the, the Disney. We just made up a new one. Put that in the Urban Dictionary. Somebody file that. Oh, my God. I'm so ashamed of <laughs> that. <laughs> that's <a> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I had to try and figure this out. I'm glad we did. Uh, Last thing I
0: wanted to mention, I watched that new Netflix show called I Am Not Okay With This. Okay. Okay. Because it's a quick binge. It's seven episodes, and they're 20 to 30 minutes long each. And it's basically a coming of age about this girl going through high school, and stuff has happened, except when she gets really mad or stressed out. Weird superpowery telekinetic things happen. Sounds like Carrie. It's a little bit like Carrie. And so It sounds exactly like Carrie. It's not but it's not <laughs> a horror version. It's her like going, What the fuck's going on? But All it's right. it's more of a teen drama than a superhero show, but it's a mm-hmm. quick watch. And it's not bad. You can watch it as easily in, in a day.
2: I got something I watched. What'd you watch? Well, besides the My Oscar tour, which you can follow along on Patreon. Sign up today. Um, I did finish Narcos season two, Ooh. Mexico or me- Narcos Mexico season, season two. two. Still good. So yeah, I'm thoroughly entertained by Narcos. It is getting a little formulaic in terms of they catch you know the the the, the without spoiling anything, the drug dealers are bad. They yeah, try to catch them. The they don't drug catch guys. them. Yeah. The, the cops are corrupt. The government's corrupt. Yeah, over and over and over. But I'm still entertained. So let and, me guess: uh, a lot
0: of paying off uh, cops and officials, and a lot of. Uh,
2: just a lot of corruption. Corruption, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of yeah, corruption, yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of side mistresses. Blocks.
0: No, not no, really not side really? mistresses.
2: Okay. Just a lot of roadblocks yeah. to getting the, the bad guy.
0: Oh. Uh, how many seasons has is that for Narcos now?
2: Well, this is the second season of Mar- Mexico, uh, there's, but there's are, five overall now, and there's three. And it all kind of connects to it. Connects to Colombia. And um, what year
0: are they at now in that one?
2: They're like in the eight, like late eighties. Okay. So okay, they're at the point. Basically, leaves off at the point where all the cartels are. Spoiler alert! Yeah, uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! Sorry, um, this isn't really a spoiler because they're basing this off of real stuff. But they're they're at the point now where all the cartels have split off and um, like the rise of Chapo and the Tijuana cartel in uh, okay. Sinaloa. So,
0: so they could go a couple more seasons, bring it up to they now. Definitely, I mean, they haven't, they haven't
2: even touched upon like all the stuff Chapo is yeah. known for. Yeah. So,
0: there's the whole. Uh, you could do something in Miami or in Florida
2: a whole season. Well, I think they still got a lot more. Me- I mean, yeah. The, the Mexico, Mexico stuff legitimately is still happening.
1: Oh, right. Yeah,
2: that, yeah they that, got, that, like,
1: that, years of shit that actually happened. It's so yeah, th- yeah.
2: still, even to this day, yeah, they're still killing each other like, over yeah. there. All that stuff.
0: So they, that's another good five, six fucking seasons of shit right. you could get out they're there. They're only
2: in the late 80s on this yeah. one. so.
0: Name Who's the guy? What's his name?
2: Like, the main uh, dude. The main bad guy is Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo. Oh, Gallardo. Oh, He's the nice. guy that uh unified all the plazas. Oh yeah. To uh plomo to, he, or he united all of Mexico to basically um sell marijuana and then cocaine. It's like Mexican Sopranos. Yeah, it's like
0: sure. Better Call Saul. It's like Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah it's a based on real. Well, <laughs> well, based on real stuff. Yeah, yeah. mostly real.
1: You can look up these people. I've been watching uh, Altered Carbon.
0: Oh, season two is out. I haven't got a chance yeah, to with start. It
1: was Anthony Mackey. Yes, he's Falcon. He is now Takeshi Kovacs, right? Re sleeves. That's right. You've watched the first. I watched al- the oh. first season about sleeving people and you're in sleeves and stuff. I like. I, I I thought the first season. Well, from what I've seen, I think like five episodes in. Yeah. The first season is kind of like a little bit more polished in this one. Really. I feel like overall, like production values down a little bit. It looks more like a sci-fi show. Like a sci-fi TV show, um, on the Sci-Fi Channel. That's what I mean. Yeah, um, is it good? But I I am enjoying it. I I you know it's it's cool to see uh you know everybody, but everybody's always talking about you know we got um a story, a futuristic story of some badasses. It's you know got you know tons of diversity. It's interesting. It's it's kind of um talking about corruption and and all that and the. Class wars and stuff like that. So it's got all that stuff. It's
0: interesting that you feel like uh they spent less money on it the second time. Because you know, a lot of people complain about these Netflix seasons like being four seasons or they're longest to seven. There's usually short seasons. But traditionally, network wise, when you make a show every season you you end up spending more. Every season costs exponentially more. I'm sure it's
1: they spent more, but it's not on the screen. That's weird. Because usually uh, like and, they probably have to pay Anthony Mackie right, more. Right? That, oh, maybe that's what happened. That's what happens: is the talent every
0: season is going to renegotiate like and ask he's for in more Marvel money.
1: Marvel movies. He's a big yes. uh, Kinnaman is yes. in fucking Suicide Squad. Yes. Nobody cares about Joel Kinneman. <laughs> so yeah,
0: Anthony Mackie can uh, uh, do more. Ask for more. And he's a better actor. Hands absolutely. Down. Joel so. Kinnaman is kind. He was okay. Like I don't like him normally, but he was not bad in last season. Because he's just—he's right. very genericy, kind of generic. Yeah.
1: But I mean, he's a giant, he's very generic-y, dude. kind of. Generic. He's a very like, generic. Like he's a giant man, yeah. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but his acting isn't as, as compelling as Anthony Mackie. I gotta watch Anthony it. Mackie there's so much going on yeah. in his emotions. The Black Mirror thinking.
0: episode is great—the one that he did. Yeah.
1: So he's
0: just a way better actor. I got to check out Altered Carbon season two on Netflix. I finished
1: Hunter hunters it's good i have to watch that still i gotta catch up on better call Saul, and then i'm gonna get to that so many things
0: all right well that's that's the show fellas uh listener if you'd be so kind go over to apple podcasts if you have an ios device and you live in the u.s light up those stars the numbers are weird last week we had 115 but now it says 114 and in another place it says 113 i don't know what the fuck's going on we're, we're trying to get to 200, but I love all these reviews coming in. Uh, so light it up. Give us a, a star. If we get to 200, we can be official Rotten Tomatoes reviewers or at least reapply and see what the fuck they say now. I got your 200 ratings, you fuckers. What are you doing? <laughs> get over
1: here. You're – yes.
0: Uh, finally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get to do a line. So you're Sicilian. I don't um, apply. You got 115. Maybe they'll be like, yeah, they got a lot. I, well, oh.
0: the, we, you know, we started at 87. They wanted two hundred. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I mean, at least get to one fifty. Maybe I'll reapply every single time. Right, check out the show notes for this episode. Jockaner.com/slash three one eight for links to everything we talked about. How to get in touch? How to subscribe? How to support the show? All the fun stuff. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Tell your mom's friends about the Jockaner podcast. Help spread the geekery. Thanks for listening to the Jockaner podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd We'll peep you next time Oh yeah Follow me on Twitter At Really Rug Boy Oh I forgot that part That's alright At Really Rug Boy On not Twitter a not a uh, That's not Fuck that show That's a
1: big fuck up right there Fuck that show Not funny Floppy John